session 16 of our continuing Deadlands Tales from the Shattered Coast game. My internet misbehaves in the first 30 minutes of this game and completely fails by the end. The same session is picked up a few weeks later as the posse trudges on. I've spliced both sessions together into a two-part episode. This is part one of session 16. Enjoy! This is session 16 of our Deadlands Tales from the Shattered Coast. And uh, who wants to give a recap? Who wants a recap for Chip? It can be multiple people, that's fine. Just someone start talking. Last time on Deadlands, well, we started off by boarding a ship to go and visit the... We were on the ship. We went to the island of um, Kang who is the pirate warlord of the area, because he was meant to be meeting with various other uh, warlords of the area, uh, pres- presumably because they were going to attack Shan Fan and try to take it over from, insert name of guy here who was injured. Ah, Tan. Ah, Tan, <laughs> yeah, Tan. There we go, sorry, I've got my wrong nose. This dude goes going to do this thing for the sky. <laughs> Oh, it's only a briefing. We only need it to be brief. Yeah. Uh, and we got there. Various intru- various clever plans were executed, which got us information by talking to both Kang and Warlord um, Quan. And he was there with Emperor Norton, the uh, self-proclaimed emperor. Uh, I would just like to say that Richard had the falsest plan of all of saying, I no longer have an employment. So I want to be employed by y'all. That was a really false plan. Could have gone horribly, horribly wrong. Anyway, so we found out we found out that they were going to attack, and that some of us were allowed to kind of infiltrate the attackers and just learn a small amount of their plans. Nothing much. We went back to uh, Big Ears Tan and reported all that we had. And it was turned out um, that Northland was supposed to become the leader of Shan Fan as part of some prophecy dream that yes, Kang, I think, had. Quan, no. Quan had. had well, Quan said he had a vision anyway. Yes, it was a very odd thing. And then we basically hightailed it out of there. Well, I'm sorry, Richard, you have a much I was just saying, Yeah, and that's it. We fled. Uh, after amazing the heroes we are. Uh, we went down to the cellar first. Oh, yeah, yes, we, we, went to the we completely failed to actually look around for secret hidden areas. Hmm. You know, I, I, I suppose there might have been. Thinking back on it now, we should have actually looked around for secret hidden areas because there would have been secret hidden areas in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I found a edition. Yeah, of the Mormon yeah, Bible. Bible. Yeah, Mormon Bible. Um, and I think otherwise we just got guns and stuff which we gave to the well, there, were, uh, uh-huh. there were three interesting items with the first printing the Book of Mormon being one of them there were two others um, you have a set of manacles which just seemed to be odd and out of place and there was a stone fragment of a carved stone mm-hmm. to the last oh, and it showed the 
location of an additional cave of power, we think. There was certainly an X where we had found the previous cave near Shanfan, and an X where we haven't been yet to find out. Did anyone uh, cast the deck magic or identify spell? And I don't finally, get those as a class feature. And <laughs> finally, as we were heading out of town... Oh, yes, we also warned Big Ears Tam and tried to do some publicity stunts uh, to help the local populace support us before we fled like the cowards we were, uh, because the other members of the party didn't want to fight in a massive battle. At a meta level, it wouldn't have been our characters involved. It would have just been us as players doing things and both of our characters doing stuff. Yeah, and um, and there yeah. were good reasons to leave too. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. got a note which said, "Hey, you've got to come and be in the town that you left only a couple of weeks ago." Back again. We left tradition just like two weeks ago, and they dragging us back in. Yep, awesome. And we caught the train and saw some guys coming along the train. We never thought about people coming along the train track. Yeah, we saw an additional army also that we reported. That basically we stopped at the first telegraph line, reported it in, and hoped that no one cut off the telegraph lines because that would have been super awkward. And now we're choo-chooing our way down to a the best name town in the world. Hopefully they've renamed it by now. Personally, well, they renamed like... it two minutes after the place went up. So yeah, sure, why not? Well, I like the name of Perdition. I think it's a very accurate description of what... I think it's an excellent name for a town, provided you don't have the survivors from the reason that you are naming it Perdition living in the town with you. Yeah, it's it's a good reminder of how they moved up in the world because of what we did for them. (laughs) It's been bombed to hell and and lost all of your families. Not all of them, just most of them. (laughs) It's yep. been renamed Bannonville over the hard-fisted <laughs> sheriff. <that's... laughs> oh, hey, yeah. What is he doing? Who has now disappeared and no one knows where he is. Yeah. Oh, the, our new big bad. It's... No, I, I'm actually going to, whether or not Pete comes back, uh, Zane will uh, will basically have taken over the job of sheriffing perdition. He's just done oh, too good oh. a job. I, I was hoping that you were going to do the hilarious, well, he just left by boat yesterday and you just missed him. Well, yeah, I, I am going to do something like this, as a matter of fact, but uh, he's going to... And that's going to tear up in five minutes, Pete's going to log in and shock us all and say, hey, get ah. him <laughs> He tells us he's killed everyone in town and left it to burn right minutes before you... I will <laughs> applaud his actions and say, <laughs> pretty <"Adam> much. <laughs> you've done nothing but raise property value here. All right, let's start off by saying uh, what uh, what cards we have here today. Ah, my name is Logos, and I'm going to be playing Gideon, uh, and I drew Folk Hero, play after you save a group of people from dire circumstances. The community adopts you and your party as local heroes, and you can always find aid there. Fortunately, we already played that on this town. Deadly Blow, play after damage is rolled to double the total of a successful melee attack. I don't quite understand that one, but nevertheless, and love interest, which is a love interest. I already have a love interest in my town, so therefore, meh. Right. you have done nothing with. Yeah. Go ahead, Richard. Roger. Hello, I'm Richard. I will be playing Jean-Jean Lou, a martial artist. And I have Renown, 
But after completing a good deed of some import, you gain plus one charisma bonus to those who have heard of you. Typically a 50% chance. And then I have Bullseye, which is double the damage of a successful ranged attack. And then I have Mechanical Malfunction, a device malfunctions in some way. Gun jams, bowstring blokes, etc. Device can be repaired. 10 minutes and a roll at negative 4. So good if they're trying to blow us up or something. And Luke. This is Jonas, I'm playing Luke Villeneuve, Canadian adventurer extraordinaire. And I have Hidden Stash. Your hero scrambles up a generic type of item of your choosing, such as food and welter, shelter, a box of ammo, enough money for a room, etc. Quick funeral! Play on any character that has died. That character returns to the game as a harrowed. Unfortunately, his mana is control for the first 24 hours after he's risen. And peace. Your hero is able to improve the attitude of a group in an encounter, perhaps by recognizing someone in the crowd, showing respect, or offering a bribe. It doesn't work on true enemies, only neutrals who happen to cross paths with yeah, your party. Okay, I'm Sharon. I'll be playing Dr. Sarah Beauchamp, and I drew Uh-oh. Play this card at the beginning of a combat. One foe you are facing, GM's choice, has its size and strength increased two steps. Every player gets to draw a card from the adventure deck. Angry Mob. Play during combat. A mob of angry locals equals to two per hero joins the battle as allies. Treat them as soldiers armed with whatever the GM deems appropriate. They stay for the current battle only. And shaken in their boots. Play in a combat situation. Your character does or says something so horrific and intimidating that it brings the area to a standstill. All other characters, friends, or foe are shaken. Alright, sounds good. So you guys have been steaming uh, on the uh, trained perdition. Uh, as there is a railhead there, it's uh, one of the uh, major first stops. Uh, one of the reasons why perdition seems to be a town that will uh, quickly grow. Um, good railhead, and it's right well, on the, the uh, Ghost Rock. Uh, west. But you mean they fixed it up after the, the attack last mm. time? Although all the, the explosions that went on didn't really affect the uh, the rail line, it affected the the buildings and uh, the materials section, uh, the stuff they keep around to repair the rails. The rails themselves were never really destroyed or broken. I, I like how you neglected to mention the most important part that was harmed during that particular invention, and that would be the people. Oh, come on. Dime a dozen. Literally. <laughs> Not actually true. In fact, that's not an appropriate attitude to take as the god of this universe, and in fact, starting to worry quite a bit. Yep, them's the rules you play under in this universe. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys should have a, a map back there again of the town of Perdition as you do <laughs> you arrive midday on the railhead. You guys actually uh, took one of the faster ones out. As this is a, a mail car, uh, it didn't. Uh, it made but one stop, and that one stop is when you used to send out your telegram. And so you made good time. You're definitely here ahead of schedule. Um, you actually have a day to kill before you're supposed to meet um, at the Fallen Angel Saloon uh, with oh. your old friend Lacey O'Malley. Oh. It was Lacey O'Malley who sent it? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The, the newspaper reporter. Yes. I just didn't realize I ever replaced the ad. I figured it was somebody in Perdition who wanted us to come back. I obviously 
Well, we go in and get the applause of the town for being so brilliant, of course. Oh, actually, I, I will uh, get that back. Because Richard is right. It's not like the correspondence was signed. Um, it just, since you know that Lacey O'Malley is the one who actually publishes the Tombstone Epitaph, uh, it might have been inferred that he was the one asking for the meeting. It could be anybody. It could be could a be. trap set for us. Yeah. Then it is, I think, it is of absolute imperative importance that we let the, the sheriff of the town know that we are in town and we have no <laughs> ill intents. Because I hear he's a bit of a hard ass around here. So that's the first stop you want to make, the sheriff's office. Uh, not much has changed as far as the uh, the structures uh, in Perdition as you get off the railhead. You actually have a, quite a trudge up to the village. Uh, if you remember, the railhead's actually a bit away uh, from the main yeah. town itself. Some things have changed. Uh, they have finished the town hall. It is constructed now. Instead of uh, when you were here prior, they were still putting the roof up and not really had any walls to speak of. So the town hall is finished. Uh, the place is much cleaner, uh, although there are now, just right out at the outskirts of town, there are more uh, like little shanties or shacks that have been put up uh, with a lot of people coming into Perdition looking for work and not a lot of uh, building and living space available. Uh, a small tent at lean-to villages uh, started to crop up at the far edge of town. Things are definitely quieter than you remember <laughs> No one's discharging firearms in the middle of the streets. Everyone seems to be fairly polite to one another. Um, sheriff's office uh, has now got glass windows in its frames instead of just the, the slatted boards they had last time. I'm thinking he might have gotten bored and move along. I'm surprised there are people not in the jail cell, like the entire town. <laughs> wow, you were really harsh on your fellow... Employee. All right, so you uh, step into the sheriff's office, uh, and uh, it has uh, been cleaned up quite a bit since you were here. They've added a few more jail cells, and there are some people in the cells now. By the looks of them, maybe just drunk, sleeping it off. As uh, they're still here, it is midday, and they're laying in their cots, uh, look like either sound asleep or drunkenly unconscious. Uh, Mister Zane Bannon is nowhere to be seen. Although uh, you do see uh, he's got a desk set up, and he does, in fact, have a little, what do you call it, a, a nameplate uh, there. It's, uh, <laughs> Sheriff Zane Bannon. Um, there is a young kid here. He seems to be the only law enforcement type in the area, other than apparent convicts behind the bar cells. Uh, probably not even 20, probably in his late teens, uh, kind of laying, uh, lean and gangly and his hat keeps sliding down over his head. Ten-gallon hat, five-gallon head. <laughs> I, I, I turn real quick before we enter it here. I turn to the party village. He might remember that the name of that um, Spanish fellow who was going to become the a deputy. Mexican Santiago de la Hara. Yeah, that guy. All right, excellent. No. And then I'll, say, <laughs> I'll turn to the boy and say, Evening. Ah. Now, this Slight is from note. someone who was about under, just under 20 himself from memory. Yes, note to everyone <laughs> in the party. My character probably is maybe 18. Maybe. But you've uh, you've seen a lot more than this kid. 
Uh, he still looks like a kid. You know, you've been on the trail a bit. You've seen things. You may be young, but you don't have the manner of a young person. Yes, this kid is green. Uh, His eyes are cold and dead. You, know, yeah, yeah. you have stubble. He's got peach down. Yeah, that's a fair point. I do have like a D10 in intimidation. (laughs) He turns around kind of suddenly, not knowing it's uh, people that just walked in the door, and his gun belt slides off his hips and nearly hits his ankles as he reaches for it real quick to keep this catastrophe from happening. Apparently, it was also holding up his pants as they start sliding off, too. So he seems kind of nervous as he situates himself. Says, hi! Hello there! Hello there, son. Uh, What are you looking for? couple of folks, uh, a one Zane Bannon, and what was that other fellow's name? I asked the, damn it, what is your name? Oh, crap. <laughs> you mean <laughs> the deputy? <laughs> Yo, Zane, Mr. Santiago, we're out of town right now. Uh, oh. he, he sticks out his hand. I, I'm Cletus Manning. I, I've been left to, to mind things while they're out. Oh, Miss Cletus. My name is. What's my name? Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) Surely you know who we are. You are. You were in the town when it was attacked. Gideon Cletus. Uh, uh, he says. Uh, oh, you mean the trouble, sir? Uh, no, sir. I I I just got here last week. Oh well, then my name is Gideon Stewart. And these here, uh, uh, I gesture to young Ted or something. So everyone introduces themselves. Jean Chandler. Luke Benjamin. Dr. Bojan. And just poking our heads in, letting Zane know that we're back in town, but I guess Mr. Bannon isn't here, so letting you know that we're in town. Any ordinances that might have been passed in our Two days of not, I'm sorry, two weeks of not being here. Uh, it's just the usual, sir. No discharging of a firearm uh, within the premises of the town. Uh, outside the borders, it's just fine. Uh, keep your keep your hog tied to your leg there. Uh, no brandishing. Keep fights to a minimum. Uh, no, no bloodshed, please. Uh, fisticuffs are, are okay, but if uh, there's property involved and anything damaged, you have to spend a night in the pokey and there'll be a fine. Well then, Mr. Cletus, uh, we are also a band of quote-unquote traveling adventures. So, well, I, I seem to reflect, uh, recollect your names. Uh, Mr. Bannon talked about you frequently. You, uh, you all helped him out in those, uh, those troubles a month ago or so, I, I believe. That might be one way of putting it, Mr. Cletus. So... If you ever have any problems, uh, we will be staying at the... Hey, young, what was the name of that end? Cliff Watch. Cliff Watch Hotel. As my, all my notes are in a computer that has now... Oh, 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 hold on just a minute there, sir. Uh, I was actually left with instructions. If you happen to come back this way, he digs around uh, in Zane's I, desk. For- I keep my hand on my gun. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he comes back with... Uh, a leather parcel, and uh, that's says, there's uh there's some rooms over at the Cliff Watch that are uh, being held in reserve for uh, for any guests of Zane's. Uh, you'll find the key in there. Well, that is awfully nice. 
for Miss Banner. We appreciate such a fine gift, Mr. Please, and the excellent way you transmitted it. So, I'll bid you a good day. I have a question. Where, oh. where are you from, oh. Mr. Cletus? I'm interested to know. Uh, Kansas, sir. Uh, I was brought up to, uh, well, my, my, my pa's uh, got a store in the area, and I always wanted to, to, to be an officer, you see, and, uh, well, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bannon there said he'd give me a shot at it. Uh, it mostly got me doing paperwork around here. Uh, there's others about keeping the peace right now. Uh, I, I got my letters. I can read and write, and uh, I got a, a flair for filing. Kansas, that is further inland, yes? Uh, yes, sir. So you have not seen a dragon? I've... <laughs> That's okay. Dragon? They're, apparently, they are more common out further west across the ocean, where they are as plentiful as raindrops. He takes off his hat and scratches his head. Can't say I've seen a dragon. Had a fair share of problems with giant beavers here lately. Giant beavers? Giant! Nothing wrong with giant beavers. Mr. Bannon and rounded up a posse to go and take care of some things. That's what they're out doing right now. Oh, shoot. My oh. bus at the sky. Uh, Mr. Manning, was it? Uh, Mr. Manning? You, you can call Cletus. me Cletus, man. Yeah, Cletus, yeah. Um, I just wanted to uh, maybe give you a little bit of advice there. You might want to think about maybe investing in some suspenders. He that snaps way. his fingers and says, you know... I've been looking for a good set. General store here isn't uh, isn't so good about such things. Yeah, I got a belt. He shows you his belt, but uh, you know, kind of pulls it to its last notch, and there's still a fair amount of belt left. <laughs> it's like uh, suspenders. Thank you, man. Suspenders. Uh, he, uh, Mr. Cletus, the simple solution when the belt doesn't have enough holes is to put more holes in the belt. Scratches his head. Says. It's awfully nice leather, Mr. Stewart. I, I hate to ruin it. Miss Cletus, it, it don't do too good as a decorative item if it is on the floor. Remember, good medicine is bitter to the taste. You're a truly confounding man, sir. <laughs> we strive to please. We figure if we say enough words, no one will know. Me. I bid you a good day, Miss Cletus. Uh, some other things that you notice is it looks like it, this has become a proper uh, sheriff's office. They do have a, a bulletin area where they've got wanted posters up now. Uh, jail cells look uh, proper. Uh, they've actually got uh, iron bars instead of just the wood slats they had last time. Look to get a fair amount of use as well. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Cletus. You said there were others in the town around? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Bannon has uh, has quite a peacekeeping force in the area. Uh, a lot of them are volunteers, but uh, uh, so, some are on payroll. Okay, I'm just asking to see if we've got Harvey McMurdy, Terry O'Gilcotty, Jebediah Sneed, or yeah, Jeff. Yeah, you name all those guys out. Yeah. And uh, he says, uh, yeah. uh, I, I, I know some of them names, sir, and most of them went out with Mr. Bannon. Okay. Ah, someone found his notes. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey McGill. McMurty used to be thrown out of reds regularly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that is. Thank you. I believe, uh, I believe uh, Jasper's still around. Uh, 
he's he's probably doing uh, rounds today. Well, well, if we have need of any I, I believe, gentlemen, that we should see the uh, mayor of this here principality. Just say, stop by, say hello. Perhaps we should drop our stuff off over the inn first, rather than carry it all with us. I, I look down. Oh, yes, I seem to have come so used to it. it appears that I well, actually, asked. not really. In the past month, we've all had rooms the entire time. Very little well, she traveled with the stuff. Well, when you tra- travel across Utah, sir. <laughs> Such things do happen. Hello? Yeah, yeah, I don't believe you. My, uh, well, you don't have to believe me. But... Yeah, my internet's it's just because your face is so good. I think my yeah. cable okay. modem is bad. But, uh, alright, uh, you should so be able should... to reconnect soon to the fantasy grounds. You'll have to. Yeah, there we go. Yet to be kicked out. Well, we can go down to the hotel, deposit so our... We should really check back with Van Dorn sometime, just to see if Zane's still working for him or not. Well, they would have to send us a message. If we are in I, town. I, yeah, I don't yeah. think that would be wise at the current time. Oh, at least we should let Van Dorn know we're back in the edition. I think I believe we send a message. If we have not, we have been lax in our duty. So, uh, you, you guys going to stop by um, the hotel first? Are you going to go to a telegrapher's first? We had to do work. Hello? I'm back. <laughs> Still. Um, ah. Yeah. Uh. Out. <laughs> All right. So, I was saying, are you going to the hotel first or are you going to go to the telegrapher's first? To the hotel. I wouldn't go to the telegraphers if I was looking for Joker, would I? I'd go to the city hall. Well, maybe. It uh, depends. He might run both. Now. He might be. <laughs> oh. Joker did run the telegraphy off to begin with, so. That would be mighty odd. But then again, perhaps being mayor of this small town does not take all of his time. Such is life. <laughs> to the hotel! Yes, we shall drop us off first. Yes. Yes. Uh, fair enough. If you can the leather satchel that was given to you by uh, the kid, uh, Zane's uh, got a got a key there. He's got a letter of introduction to the hotel for the hotel manager uh, for you guys. And there's also a message uh, written out brief scrawl. <laughs> Trouble with engines. Trouble with giant beavers. Gonna go kill me a passel. See you in a bit. I wonder what all the engines left. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all. Let's see if that works. The internet should always work. There should never be problems. Bastards. Yeah, if they can't give us our jetpacks and flying rocket cars. They should at least give us good internet. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, yeah, a brief letter from Zane. Um, of introduction for the hotel uh, Nick back? I can't be back. There he is. Okay. Just making sure. So, yep, okay. I guess we go to the hotel and see what rooms they have left for us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the ones on the top floor again, the best rooms. Yes. Uh, you present your letter to uh, hotel manager. Different person, by the way. Uh, it's a rather rotund man with a handlebar mustache. 
hair going on the bald side. He answered the letter and says, Oh, of course, of course. Zane's, uh, Zane's rented up the top floor for you. And uh, he uh, he gets some bellhops to come and take your packages and you know, suitcases and whatnot and brings you to uh, upper floors where their uh, top floors got uh, four bedrooms. Uh, there is uh, recently installed, they have a, a common bath area. I go and claim the same room I had last time. Whee! Well, I was down on the lower level last time. This is the first time I've been up here. Yeah. Yeah, I was also down on the lower level because I thought it was wrong to have such ostentation form of wealth. But I'm going to go grab the same pretty decent room I had before. <laughs> grab whatever's left of Yeah. Get ourselves settled and perhaps wash some of the trail dust off or the traveling dust from these of us before we present ourselves to the mayor. Yep, they've got the uh, the common bath area and that can uh, wash off and you can, uh, you can clean your clothes if you wish. They do have a service for that as well, down as you remember there. Young. Common but, bath for the common people. It's got the, uh, it's, it's got four big copper tubs and uh, there's a, a burner there where you can heat up your own water. Wash basins, that sort of thing. Still no indoor plumbing, so <laughs> still have to use a pot to go to the bathroom in. I suggest we clean up and then go wherever we need to go. Yep. And for sake of proprietary, uh, each of the tubs do have one of those uh, little curtains to go all the way around the tub, too. So. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, after we get see Mr. Joker, I do have an errand of the personal nature to run. Uh, yeah, sure. Young does as well. Indeed. I would like to go and tell the... Uh, and give them all the herbs report. Woo! They were not for them. Did they? I don't remember the herbs report. No, they were for the for proprietor. Thomas Jefferson Stein, who yeah. ran the uh, Reds? Reds. No, Reds. Red. Fallen Angels. Fallen Angels. Angel. Yeah. Yes. Uh, He's They're so one difficult. of two owners. And the Fonts were the were the uh, right. well, the what what was my school mom's name if you happen to wrote that down, Aaron Richard? It was one of our things. She was never given a name other than school mom, I believe. No, she was given a name. Oh well, well then I do not have a name. Uh, oh well. I think her name was Minnie. Um as I've got her as a an NPC that I set up but didn't know much of a description. Uh-huh. No, I don't remember much. We should also find Hattie Wang, who was Osage. Well and liaison. And she might know who where Joker is as they were together. engaged on the clandestine side. They had an understanding. Let us go and try and find these various people and persuade them. Well, I would like to see if we can't find Joker first. If we can't find him, then go ahead. But where do you want to go first, though? Do you want to go to the telegraphers or do you want to be uh, well, okay, to the telegraphers, mayor's office? Because they may have um, the latest news from, from Chang Fanny as well. Mm-hmm. To the telegraphers! Like an excellent plan. All right. Uh, luckily enough, uh, Mr. Uh, Luke Watson known as Joker to you guys, is in fact uh, working in the telegraphy office today. 
He seems to be uh, in the midst of uh, translating over the wire right now. He's pending something down that's coming in. When you all walk in, he raises his finger. He's like, Give me a minute. Rattles off a quick succession of uh, telegrams himself uh, before he looks up. And Howdy, folk. I see you all come back in one piece to us. More or less. <laughs> Y'all look like you haven't slept well in a while. Oh, my my sleep is the sleep of the righteous, sir. I, I wink at that. <laughs> all of us sinners down here, nonetheless, Miss Joker, it is good indeed to see you again and see that you are prospering in your proprietor. Well, this is one of the quickest ways we can get news back and forth. And there's been a lot on the wires here lately. Y'all just come back from Chan Fanway. It's like there's a dust up going over there now. Yep. We that is one of the reasons why we vacated town in such a tremendous hurry. Wondering if you might have news about such said incident. Well, uh, he rips off a sheet of paper that he was just translating over the wires. He says, "Oh, there's uh, it's quite a battle brewing over there now. A lot of the city's in flames. Uh, we got a few." Uh, muckrakers, newspapermen over there that are reporting back on it, but uh, now it's uh, most of the uh, non-residents have been fleeing, and it uh, doesn't seem that, uh, well, that us, uh, too many of us white folk are, <laughs> are wanted there right now, so uh, news has been hard. Uh, town's been surrounded by some kind of, by a standing force. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you can hear that. I don't think my Michael Pickers. Nice. That's <laughs> uh, from Vile. From uh, there's a Flash game series, uh, Reincarnation. Good game, and that's one of the, that's the main figure in it. But, uh, uh, the details are sketchy right now, but uh, I've got a man uh, who can run a fair telegraphy key down there that. He's holed up in a basement apartment. has been able to get out wires here and there. I'm hoping to get more as, as information comes in. Yep. All right. We will check back with you later. All right. Anything to note going on around town? Well, construction's been going pretty good. We've got some, a lot of the damage it was caused last time. Uh, not that I'm saying you all... <laughs> <laughs> it was responsible yeah, for what happened. Uh, town still thanks you very much for the part that you played in helping those here. But uh, construction's gone on apace. Um, the railhead's back and operating. Uh, Wasich has set up a replacement crew, and things going well. He scratches his head a bit. Uh, for the most part, we've got an influx of a lot of people looking for work or been forced out of uh, places that they have lived. Uh, you remember, we had migrants last time we were here. I believe you all had a hand of bringing them to us, actually. Uh, settle in pretty good. I mean, there's enough work to go around right now, but housing problem, he shakes his head. It's, uh, it's a big issue. Uh, I, I suppose you've seen the tents outside the city. Uh, well, he wouldn't have said city. Outside the town. Uh, they're okay. Uh, it's not been much of a problem, but I do worry about sanitation. Uh, where they're disposing of uh, man's gotta um, <laughs> gotta relieve himself. All that's waste gotta go somewhere, and there's a there's an awful lot of them. It's a problem. 
so far no one's taken sick or ill, but uh, there are certain agitators about town. Uh, I've been intimating that outbreak of some dreaded disease is not far around the corner if someone's not done about this. Of course, that falls to my shoulder these days. And he just kind of shakes his head. Uh, Bert, you cannot see Skype, can you? The chat thing. You don't usually have that up. I do uh, none of us can connect to. Yeah, none of us can connect to oh, uh, Fantasy Grounds. Let me yep. reset it. And, yep. I was just going to say, um, did you not have a church here? Or not the works of the whoever there helping set these people up? Well, we do. Uh, actually, a lot of those tents were do donated by good folk of this town. And what the pastor was able to gather up uh, from other towns about. And Wasatch was uh, damn neighborly. They, they gave us a lot of goods, too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I'm cursing your presence there, Mr. Gideon. But, uh, the oh, he picked me out and not the lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, he picked the lady out. <laughs> I, I, I strangle Luke and then say, go on. Uh, yeah, you should, guys should be able to connect. Uh, just give everyone a chance to connect before you do anything with your character sheets, please. Usually slows things down a bit. But, um, so, uh, yeah, the the generosity uh, of the, the folk is, is not in dispute. It's just there's so many of them. It's, it's a little hard to get a handle on. Right now, we've got, a, uh, we, we've got them all employed. Uh, they're, they're not a drain on on the town, they sure are being of use and help. Uh, we've got some down in the mines. Of course, uh, some of them are helping to build and do some construction. Uh, we're hoping with the materials the Wasatch is supplying that we can build some more permanent residence for them. But uh, there weren't a lot of skilled laborers amongst the folks who come in. There are a few, and it certainly helps. But at this rate, and he shakes his head, uh, well, let's just say we're hoping to have some things more permanent constructed before it gets cold and weather changes on us. Uh, well, there, sir. I heard something about giant beavers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, scratches his chin a bit. Um, Zane's been taking care of that. Uh, you know, it's mostly rumors. Zane did show me that the corpse was one. So I'm not disputing that they exist, but you could, uh, and he kind of looks out the windows, make sure that there aren't any more people around. If you could, uh, not, not, uh, talk about that so readily, if you would, uh, like to keep it, uh, being mostly rumors. They haven't heard anyone, but, uh, they seem to be, well, what would you call it, migrating? Some of them have found their ways into, uh, uh to the rail tunnels uh, through here, and some of the mine shafts. They don't, they don't, uh, they haven't heard anyone, like I said. But uh, they spook many, spook plenty. They seem to be trying to uh, leave the area, and we happen to be in the way. So there may have been engine trouble? Not so much trouble. Um, we had a few fellas come through town a week or two ago looking for help. They seem to know Zane personally. I don't know where uh, your information's uh, coming from in particular, but it's not so much a they're causing us trouble as they have troubles. Uh, Zane went to, to give him a hand. Yeah, we just heard from Cletus, and it wasn't a lot of detail. Uh, Cletus is a good boy. Not much of a, not much of a peacekeeping 
man, but good file clerk. Could have used to be here, actually, but no, no. Got silly ideas in his head. Well, sometimes we grow into those silly ideas, and sometimes we don't. It is the nature of the world. Now, there, Miss Joker. Any other news about these here parts you would mind passing along? Or? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what are you What are you asking for? It's about... Oh, it's just any room, you know, any news, anything that might be of import. Just trying to be... How's the Maryland going? I see you've got a nice new office. <laughs> That's town that. hall. I do have a, I do have an office there, but uh, it's, it's town meeting hall as well. I still have my shop here, of course, because someone's got to run it. I, well, I was really hoping Cletus would want to help out, but I haven't really found an apprentice or, or an aide yet, so until I do, it's a one-man operation. And that man also happens to be the mayor of the town. Is are the Kurtz causing any problems in town anymore? I know Sheck was looking for a position somewhere, in um, there, even though he did not win the uh, race. Yeah, he goes over now and ushers everybody in. Again, the door was kind of open. We're all just kind of standing around. It's it's a small, small office. He what closes the door and he turns around the sign so that it says closed and he pulls down the shades just a little bit. He said, well, uh, shortly after the elections, uh, one of the reasons that Zane stayed on as a sheriff. Of at this point in the recording, my internet completely gave out. We continued the same session the following week. And we're back after some jerk after <coughs> internet I'm away. issues. Yes, yes, bad internet. Bad internet, no cookie. Uh, so we'll pick back up. Um, also, minor correction, the school marm, uh, her name is Rhonda Flannery, actually. I found my notes <laughs> for my NPCs. Hmm. All right, so uh, last time we you had just you were checking into the Sunrise Hotel. Uh, you guys were basically given the uh, the top floor. Uh, you had already. Yeah, I thought we'd done, done that. Then uh, we went off to see Joker afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking with Joker, I believe. Yep, I, oh, I can't remember. Telegrapher's office. I don't remember if you did that before the hotel or after, but. Either way, uh, I think we I think we went to the sheriff, dropped off stuff at the hotel, and then went to see Joker. Right, we cleaned up a bit. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, the internet died when uh, you had just asked me or asked Joker about the the Mashik family or the Kurtz family. Uh, Granville, the uh, person who ran against Joker, and Mashik, his father. Uh, who were asking if they had been starting any trouble. And I was about to respond when everything died. So, um, actually, um, Granville, the son, uh, is currently convalescing after severe uh, mental stress and trauma. His father, Mashik, is dead, and uh, their barn and most of their land have been burned to the ground, actually. Uh, shortly Zane? after you left. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zane? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, the good sheriff uh, did have a hand in that. Uh, all all for good reasons. All for good reasons. Um, right. Because uh, he wanted the, to. Um. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I also remember uh, Joker's put the, 
closed sign on this establishment so no one walks in on you while you're talking. Um, so, the popular uh, understanding of what happened was that uh, his father was killed by uh, a group of bandits um, who had set fire to their ranch. Uh, his son is in no fit mental condition to uh, gainsay this, this opinion. Um, what really happened is uh, he pulls out a little flask of some whiskey and uh, pours himself a shot. Anyone else? This is, uh, this is a little a little taxing on the nerves. I looks over at you there. Uh, Gideon knows. I know you don't partake, but I just I just need to brace myself a little here. And he, he takes a shot and leaves a flask out on the desk with uh, a few more glasses. He says, uh, well, uh, your friend Zane, uh, our sheriff, went out to uh, check on the, the Kurtz rants after uh, some neighbors had been uh, complaining uh, of an awful smell and uh, uh, some you know, ludicrous uh, accusations of some of their livestock going missing. Of course, you know, the Kurtz is as wealthy as they are, have no real reason to be cattle poachers or uh, anything of the such. So Zane went up to just make a polite call to try to yeah, keep down any animosity between uh, folks in the settlement and all, but, uh, wow. <laughs> Young is filling up the window with macros. Um, <laughs> well, uh, that, that polite visit uh, ended up being uh, quite a tell. He slugs back another shot of whiskey. Seems that uh, old Kurtz there, uh, the father, uh, mind you, had a barn full of something unnatural. Uh, remember all those bodies uh, of the the rail workers got hurt in the explosion. Um, mm-hmm. Well, uh, seems that somehow Kurtz had gotten his hands on them and had been doing some experimenting. And uh, well, those fellers were back up and walking, and not much of a mind to them. Uh, granted, not not really in a way to talk or communicate but they were they were up and walking and he takes another another shot of whiskey uh, luke takes a shot of whiskey at this point because <laughs> it looks like he's got a haunted look on his face like he's seen that the exact same thing before were they burned yes yes they were fire uh fire after uh after zane uh found out what was going on there and he's uh he was able to him and him and his men were able to throw a lock on that front of that barn and set it afire and hopefully put those poor souls to rest. Seems like old, uh, old Mashy Kurtz there was, was trying to <laughs> raise his own army or something. <laughs> Maybe it was just cheap labor. And he, he shakes his head. Zara well goes over and pours herself a shot of whiskey. <laughs> Certainly yeah, wasn't yeah. natural. Um, and Zane tried to take him in. And he wasn't having none of it. Seems uh, he went over the deep end there and went a little mad at the end and started shooting back at the posse. Uh, posse. Zane had had no other recourse but to put one between his eyes. Seems his son, <sighs> poor bastard, I don't know if he's ever going to come back to his senses. I don't think he knew what his father was up to, but might have stumbled upon it before we arrived. Well, I say we, I didn't have a lot to do with it myself. I was talking to the neighbors and 
only arrived during mop-up. Well, it sounds like Mr. Kurtz got just reward. The town may be better off. Maybe. Good medicine is bitter to the taste. I'm going through them again. We're just lucky that Zane's men are upstanding people of good character. No rumors of, that I've heard anyway. Been hitting the town, and that's all we need is to <laughs> have the town folks scared of the walking dead and all. We've had enough troubles here. Has, has someone searched the Kurtz residence to find out how he knew how to raise the undead? Unfortunately, it looks like his lab and, you know, Whatever he used to do such a things were contained in the barn, and it all got burnt to the ground. Yeah, we did look through the house, though, and uh, didn't really find much of anything. Sorry, did you say that the father was shot in the head? Or yes. not? He was. Yes. Then there is no danger of him returning as well. Well, that would be... Zane threw his body into the, into the barn... After he was shot, just to make sure of things. That was the wise maneuver. When in doubt, burn it. Yeah, fire does seem to have a cleansing effect on most things that are unnatural. Yeah, we bombed them to hell and back. As I said, my stint as mayor so far has been exciting. Very, takes a shot, exciting. Are you, have you married yet? That's a hell of a segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It speaking is an ex- exciting time. Yes, speaking of exciting things. Have you no, I'm afraid I, I have yet to be blessed with a, with a wife or a woman that's been able to stomach my Wait, interest in ways. You, were, you had a, what was her? Understanding Wagner? with Addie Wang. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought Miss you and Miss Wagner. Were well, Miss Wagner is also a very busy lady. We occasionally are able to set aside the time to have a meal and discuss things now and then, but I don't know that I'd call it proper courting. At least not yet. He blushes a little. I hope to hope it to develop sometime in the future, but <laughs> get Justice Collar a little. <clears throat> As of now, it's just. Two busy folks passing in the night. And then he blushes, realizing how that could be construed. Um, uh, uh, I mean, no, uh, oh, hell with it. <laughs> Takes another shot. Well, he looks at his hands, it's no longer trembling. Seems to be about the right amount. Anyone else? Offers the flask to anyone. No? Let me top you yeah. off there. <laughs> yeah, Luke, Luke will take another one. Yes. Again, still looking like he's saying something else. <laughs> Ma'am? Offer some to Sarah oh. again. <laughs> oh no, I'm 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 good. Is uh, is Doctor Lewis uh, attending, Young Kurtz? He is, and uh, Doctor Lewis is uh, past the side of his nose. Uh, in the know, uh, we kind of had to bring him in on it, um, just for the boy's welfare. He had to know what the boy might have experienced. Are we sure that? The father was doing this, and not the son. Well, yeah, quite sure. The way he reacted to us being there, and how he tried to stop the barn from being burned, 
son was already in the situation he was in uh, before we arrived. Are we certain that the son is not one of them, then, and that this was not something that the father was doing to help his son? Well, doctor reports that he's got a fine pulse and everything seems to be fine. He's just not all there in the head. It's like he's he's shut down and he responds. Uh, you can lead him around by his hand. If you put food in front of him, he'll eat. That sounds like something that is operating purely on instinct, which is much as the dead no. are. If it was one it of those things, sounds, you would know. It yeah. sounds uh, it all sounds a lot like uh, battle stress as well. Yeah, the doctor says he'd worked on some cases of that with the soldiers coming back from the war. People who had seen too much or done too much it went against their ingrained spirit and all. He's, uh, he says it's likely something like that may have happened. It's possible that the son might have wandered in on whatever it was his father was doing and just wasn't able to fully understand it and just went away in his head. But uh, he's being, uh, well, he's being kept now. Uh, the doc's got a room set up for him. Uh, it's got a sturdy door and a sturdy lock on it. Uh, we put bars on the windows just in case. We haven't got a proper sanatorium anywhere in the vicinity, but if the doc's not able to make any progress, we'll we'll have to see if we can send old uh, Granville somewhere that might be able to do more good for him. Doctor says he's making some progress. He's still not talking, but he seems to be a little bit more aware of his surroundings now. Huh. I'll, I'll ask Doctor, talk with Dr. Lewis about it, if it's okay with you. Oh, of course. I'm sure Richard would be glad to see you again. Does he know you're in town yet? Uh, not, not yet. Not yet. We just got here. You did send that note saying that we would be here in town. Yes, but I don't think he... No, <coughs> so he is not unprepared. Yeah. And, of course, the reason that we are here, <coughs> if this came up last time, I can't remember, is that uh, we understand that there's to be a meeting Oh, yeah. Certain, certain people here in a couple of days. Oh, as a matter of fact, he might be interested in seeing this. Come on out this way. And he uh, leads you basically out the back door of the establishment. And here, if you look at the uh, map uh, to the far left. Here, actually, I've got a little hand I can point with now. Hey, there we go. That burnt out building on the far left there. It's got the, I don't know if you guys can see the pins or not. If you hover over the map and hit the control button, uh, you may or may not be able to see the pins on the screen. No. No? Okay. Um, it's, uh, used to be the newspaper office. Um, it had sustained some damage. Well, it's been newly repaired and there's kind of a, a cloth covering uh, the front of it, and uh, what's happened to the newspaper office? As I it was that, just being built when I thought the newspaper was down at number two. Uh, no, this was uh, a last time you were here. This is a building under construction. Okay, I thought it was number two that was taking, becoming the newspaper. Let's see what pen right. do I have in number two? Uh, I have no idea anymore, <laughs> but that's. 
Right, okay, fine. I just remember But uh yeah, now it's been it's completely finished. It's kind of a smallish building. Um it's one you know, a flat story. It looks like it's got a maybe an attic room in it, and there's currently a canvas stretched across the front where like the um the store sign would be. And uh he walks over to it and he says, I don't guess Lacey would mind this too much. It's uh freshly painted for him early today. It should be good now. And he reaches up, grabs a piece of rope, and just ganks on it, and the canvas falls away from the front of the establishment. And you are now looking at so, the new home of the uh, Tombstone Epitaph. So what happened to the other newspaper printer that was just setting up when we were here? Mm-hmm. He's still here. Um, he's still here. This lazy took is over this building. This is a special one. Yeah. For, uh-huh. Right. Okay. Tombstone Epitaph is not a, it's kind of a, it's not a uh, a single city kind of paper. It works its way, you know, basically all across. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newspaper place that was here was more of a, just a local. So, yes, uh, it looks like uh, Lacey is uh, intending to stay here for a bit as he has opened a Tombstone Epitaph office. And he says, uh, printing presses arrive sometime uh, middle of the week. And uh, he was able to uh, run off some fresh copies here, and uh, he he pulls one uh, out of his back pocket. And have you guys seen this one? I assume you have, if you've got the message. Yes, is it the we one have. we've? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Is it the one we have seen, Jim? It is. Yeah. It is the same one. Oh yes, my! Look at that misprint. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Lacey's, uh, he had some business to, uh, to conduct, but he's planning on being here and on Saturday, uh, for the meeting. Do oh. you know what it is about? Is I don't. That... I don't. Uh, he kind of blew into town, and, uh, oversaw putting the machines in, the presses in, uh, stayed around long enough to run off several copies and, uh, took them with him. So, who... Distributed them to Shanfan. Then, could they not have just delivered a message to us instead? Well, uh, of doing it in this public way where it could have been intercepted. Well, the way Mally does uh, his forms of communication, or uh, you'll have to take it up with him. Also, we have these shiny new rings. Look at them. <laughs> Oh. I show him the dragon ring that we were, that I have. And <laughs> yeah. everybody else point the other one and go, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have a ring, uh, but he nods at your ring. And uh, he <clears throat> he says, oh, yes, it's, it's a very a very interesting pattern you have on there. Uh, very, very reminiscent. And uh, as he uh, smooths down his tie, you notice that his tie tack has a very... Well, it has the same symbol on it. Oh, how lost your ring? Well, I'm not um, properly uh, part of the association, if you will. Uh, I'm a, kind of a fringe helper now and then. But you had one the last time we were here. Did he? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, okay. Holy day. All right, GM forgot entirely then. Uh, well, we'll uh, back up that a little bit. So, eh, he's just not wearing it today. 
<laughs> Everyone make a card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, he says, well, he'll nod his head then and say, oh, well, I see you all were properly introduced to things then. Damn notes. It is. Um... You have failed me, note-taking device. <laughs> it is an interesting society that we have joined. Mm-hmm. No, apparently it's just the GM can't read, as it's clearly in my notes that he has written. <sighs> oh, well. Um, all right, so uh, have you all uh, have dinner engagements yet? No. No, we don't. All right, well, uh, if you'd like, uh, I've got a table reserved at the uh, Red Saloon this evening, if you'd like to have dinner with me. And ma'am, I'm sure uh, Richard would like to uh, accompany you if you'd let him know you're in town. Oh, that would be marvelous. Uh, just to back up a little bit, you guys arrived on Friday, so you are ahead of schedule. Meeting is set for Saturday noon. (laughs) Yes, yes, Sarah will be taking her man to a brothel. (laughs) Unfortunately, the brothel has the best cooks in town. Yep. Just get over it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that they do. The, the, I, unless there is more information to impart to us, I suspect we all have different places to be. Mm-hmm. Have no more information for us? Joker? Uh, um, well, uh, giving you the rundown of all the interesting events that's been going on since I've uh, been away. Can't think of anything else. Uh, got any uh, direct questions? Uh, might be answer, be able to answer, but nothing else comes to mind. Oh well. Go what time uh, should we uh, meet you for dinner? Oh, sundown would be fine. I'll be there uh, having some drinks ahead of time. You're welcome to join me then. But uh, we'll have we'll have our meal at sundown. So, anything else for Luke? I can't think of anything else. We are. Eh, fine. Yeah. Are there any, like, little street urge- urchins or something running around? Uh, no, actually, um, most of the kids are put hard to work in a good farming community like this, or, well, one that hopes to be a farming community. So not a lot of people just out and about in the middle of the day doing nothing. Uh, bummer. <laughs> okay. I make one. What did you have in mind? Uh, what, what did I you want Sarah to, to do? No, no, Don't I just have a street urchin like right here. Yeah, that's true. You do, but he wouldn't know where. I just wanted to uh, find one, give him a coin and a note for uh, Doctor Lewis, and just and inviting him over, you know, letting him know I'm in town, and inviting him over for dinner. Well, if you're wandering through town and looking for a, a young person that you want to line his pockets with a little bit of coin, I mean, that's easy. Sure, you, you can find somebody yeah. that uh, is out running an errand for his pa and <laughs> is interested in making a little extra money there. Uh, sure. Uh, so you're going to pin uh, Richard a note? Yeah, just a quick note over. letting him know that, that uh, my, I and my companions are back in town, that we're planning on having 
dinner uh, with uh, with Joker over at uh, Red's tonight, um, and that he's totally invited for dinner at sundown, and uh, and just let we'll be in town for um, a couple of days, and I would look forward to seeing him again. Okay. Uh, yeah. Finish pinning. What I like is this town is so small. She could just wander over and tell him that herself. But that would be <laughs> improper. <laughs> improper. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, Luke's also wandering around with a little caged cat, unless you just dropped it in your room. And yes, you and Gideon has a a, a little Chinese boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're making that, it. That you have so not yet. Yeah, who's still looking a little dirty and, you know, wearing this threadbare. He got cleaned up. <laughs> I will Don't go you remember? Did you not hear that scene last week with the, all the technical problems? The scene where uh, Nick described how Gideon was scrubbing the kid clean in the bath That's all that long time. Made us all feel a bit uncomfortable. Giving him a haircut. <sighs> Anyways, um, hit the name tag. <laughs> I, uh, yes, I will scrub go all you want, Gideon. You're not going to scrub the Chinese off him. It's just not going to happen. No, but you did find him a white shirt, some dark slacks, a nice tie, and a name tag. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> uh, but Gideon did take care of him. I take it you did give him some better wardrobe and such. Yes, in fact, that's given we are now in a town. I will go and outfit the small boy. I think his name is Li Yao. I believe. Liao. Uh, and uh, the boy shall be outfitted in an appropriate style and fashion. And then he will also have his playing clothes as his. Fashion of the day. Sure. Uh, actually, the general store has improved mightily in the time you have gone, uh, as they have had more trains come through, uh, providing various goods and such. Um, there is a lot, much more selection now. Also, since the town has expanded with more people living in the area, uh, they're having to cater to a much larger public now. So, you know, they've got uh, more food on the shelves. Um, you know, things like bags of flour and uh, <clears throat> uh, sugar, coffee, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, while they don't have the newest fashion styles, they do have good, you know, work clothes and uh, you know, decent uh, evening uh, wear, that sort of thing as well. Nothing stylish, but nothing very expensive either. So it looks like the proprietor here isn't trying to gouge all these new, spe- new people coming in. He seems to be, you know... Charging an honest price um, and just making it up on volume now. Indeed. Well, I will get him some decent middle class uh, clothing along with one very good suit. And sure, so you have him fitted then. I mean, you can buy just off the shelf things like coveralls and work clothing, uh, but for something nicer, yeah, they, they would have a the tailor there that would uh, do a fitting for him. Fair enough. That, and then I show. I'm going over to see the school mark, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll let another person take the lead. 
Uh, yeah, so be, basically you've got, uh, you've got, yeah, an afternoon to kill just getting yourself reacquainted with the town. Um, do whatever shopping you want, that's fine, but the biggest difference that you're seeing, um, other than the kind of lean-to and tent village that's kind of sprung up on the outside of town, there's a lot more, the town is quieter, uh, as far as the drunken revelry and the fights that you had <clears throat> been accustomed to when you first came through are not really there anymore. Um, and there's a lot more industry as there are carpenters and there are builders out, uh, trying, you know, they're <clears throat> with the influx of people into town and the town expanding. They're trying to make new places for people to live, uh, new potential new stores to service these people. And the one place that's made, um, it may make you feel a little uneasy, as if you'll remember Anderson Lake, the solicitor, uh, his place uh, has been spruced up quite a bit. Uh, we're not talking just fresh paint here. He has gotten a uh, new wood uh, porch uh, that runs alongside and back, and uh, he's got a new roof put on, and he's got stained glasses in the window. Uh, places. Having never heard that name before in yeah. the adventure. <laughs> I was going to ask, does anyone remember who he is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nope. He, I, he was mentioned before. He's the town solicitor. What was he doing? Oh, I'm sorry, what was that, Richard? What was he mentioned in? Because I have absolutely no memory of this whatsoever. <laughs> and if it's yeah, I agree. crucial. No, no, he wasn't. He was just the town's lawyer or barrister, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think you guys did speak to him on a small matter. But he wasn't really well, all that important. Sibling? Well, if it, yeah, okay. If he, if he's there, he's there. It's, yeah. well, I would be curious. He's got a nice new building. That's the problem. In shock. Why does the solicitor have a nice new building? <laughs> I will ambush random town person twenty-seven. Because of Zane. <laughs> oh, that's a fair point. He's probably a lot of people are needing uh, legal representation now <laughs> with the hard ass yeah. sheriff in town. Yeah, but somehow I don't think the legal representation is doing them any good. Zane is a man of the law. He would not. I I look at I look at you like. And then look away, and then look back at you. I'm like, oh. we're talking about the same person here. Um. Yeah. Zane, the guy who just got done fighting the Civil War not that long ago. That's Zane, right? The one who has thrown so many people in the jail they actually had to build one. That guy, right? <laughs> they were building one anyway. That's yes. Okay, I'm just making sure that we're talking about the same person. Sometimes people are weirdly. Mm -hmm. So is there anything specific people want to do around town then? Um, Gideon's uh, yes. got his day planned. Um, Young? Sure. What does Young want to do? Uh, I will be going to see the phones and oh, telling okay. them that I have successfully put the message to their son and that he has gone off to... Uh, the temple to join with whatever the message was, it was happily received by him. Um, oh yeah, they're they're overjoyed to see you and to uh, hear uh, hear word. Um, they also have uh, something of interest to you. Uh, they received a telegram uh, just uh, apparently shortly before you uh, arrived. 
with all the troubles in Shanfan, uh, they have uh, they have friends there, um, and apparently they're expecting uh, on the next train um, some people that were you know that have fled Shanfan. They're looking for uh, a perhaps more stable place to stay uh, to live, and so they're expecting um, some friends to be arriving soon. And they have acquired, uh, you know, an all right house um, uh, uh, on the edge of town. What's one that's being, it's almost finished now. It's got a roof on it anyway. Still needs, uh, still needs a little bit of work. But they, they were managed to, to acquire uh, a few rooms in it. Uh, Not the whole house, of course, but places for these people to stay. Yeah. And is, are the people coming in anybody who I might have met over there? While in Shanfan, um, how much of your how much of your life. history did you really uh, tell to the Fawns? Did you tell them about your family at all? Um, we had an evening where I talked about where I kept, that I was in Shanfan, and my folks owned a puzzle box shop. So, have, did you tell the Fawns your family name? Yes, I would have told them. Oh, in which case, no, they they will be a little bit more uh, forthcoming with the telegram, and uh, apparently your uh, your parents are coming to partition, or at least were named in uh, the families that might be coming. My parents who left by boat yep. previously mm-hmm. are now arriving by train. Oh. Well, the the telegram just says that there will be some arriving by there train. I mean, your family's listed amongst many other families. It could be that they're not coming the same way. Okay. It's because once you're on a boat, there's no way at all you can ever get on a train. Mm-hmm. Well, it other... just, if, if these are families coming from Shanfan, then how would they know that my family, who has already left Shanfan, is coming to perdition? Just... Well, you but gave no, them I'm the heads up to see. leave before everything started happening, and, you know, it's a small community. Yeah. They may have all started talking to one another, like, where could we go? My son has a ship, and yeah, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, yeah. your family is named in the list. Okay. At least the family name is. Um, the other interesting bit of news they have is they also hoped uh, soon uh, to be able to open an eating establishment, uh, apparently, as they have been hosting uh, some of the families in town that uh, are kinder to them and uh, have been... Uh, become friendly with them. They've invited them over to dinner and gotten a taste for their um, Fawn family cuisine, and some of them have uh, offered to uh, help them to acquire a, a building where they can start uh, you have cooking for people in the town. the food problem? No. It, it, because he, you were looking for it last time, but mm-hmm. could not grow the rice. Yes, for the time being, uh, most things are still going to have to come through the railway. Uh, which the railway seems to be a lot more consistent now that uh, uh, Hellstrom and uh, has kind of clinched the the area and as things have calmed down and apparently they've made out uh, various treaties with the area. So the Wasatch trains aren't as harassed anymore. They seem to be coming more frequently with the town building up and Perdition being is, a good rail stop. That is fast work for mm-hmm. one. Yes, machinery and project marches quickly. Well, it has only been a few weeks few since weeks. he wronged it. Do you have 
arrange treaties with that is quick. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. I dismiss the fonts from my presence with a regal wave of my hand. Well, they do invite you for dinner, of course, that uh, uh, for the evening if you wish. Uh, but uh, they're you know, overjoyed to hear about their son and uh, what he has chosen to do. They are concerned over the happenings in Shanfan, of course. How much of that do you talk to them about? Well, they knew you were there, uh, so they, of course, they're like, oh, so what, 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 what's going on? We understand there's a war, there's, there's fighting in the streets. <laughs> uh, bits and pieces that I know, I mean, don't really know. Well, I mean, hey, yeah, there was some sort of fight going on with the um, um, triad leaders. Not sure how it's going to turn out. Don't know what it'll mean for the ordinary people who are still there. Who knows? Well, this is uh, this is shaping up to be a very good city. Uh, the people here are mostly very friendly and uh, uh, do not uh, uh, do not speak above us or act uh, or treat us like uh, you know, second-class citizens. Um, it, it is. It is beginning to become a pleasant place to live. Uh, it is good to hear. Believe them! Okay. I'm done. There's <laughs> okay. not really... I mean, I can spend the afternoon chatting with them if, if there's nothing else going on, but hey. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, anyone else? Sure. I'll, right. I want to go and check out what's happening. Oh, look. Put the cat back in the hotel room and give them yes. some money to look after him. <laughs> uh, go and check out what's up with uh, what's its railhead after the big fire and everything. Okay, sure. Uh, anyone else going with Luke, or is this going to be a, a solo thing for Luke? All right, uh, that's uh, fine. Uh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Solo run. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's they've they've cleaned the area up. Uh, of course, the much of the buildings had to be uh, that weren't outright blown up; just had to be pulled down uh, and scrapped. But uh, they have quickly uh, erected new, uh, not nearly as nice, and they definitely look like they're temporary uh, shelters for rail stock and equipment and that sort of thing. Um, the area has a fair amount of activity going on, and uh, it looks like they have repaired uh, what. What damage there was uh, to the uh, railhead. Um, you're met pretty quickly as you enter the rail yard. While they don't have a fence off or anything, it, it's obvious that uh, this is uh, you know Wasich property. And mm-hmm. this guy's not so much a security guard; it's just one of the workers who uh, noticed you coming on the property. And he's pretty genial when he comes up to meet you. This is not uh, a person that you re- recollect having seen here before. Hey, oh, what can I do you for? Yeah, good day. Bonjour. I was, I wipes his uh, hand uh, off before <laughs> sticking out the shape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I was out this way a few weeks ago. Uh, Luke Villeneuve is the name. Helped put right a few problems here. Just came to see what happened to the old place. Well, got a bunch of new crew in here. Uh, fixing things up. Uh, he, he takes his hat off and uh, gives a moment of a silence. He says, yeah, the poor fellas that... Uh, <sighs> Ended the lives here. It's a sad thing. And after just a moment, he puts his cap back on. And uh, mm. uh, uh, but business has got to continue. 
Yep. Yep. This yeah, came out to see they all back up and running and everything. Oh, sure. You want the the penny tour? No, sure. Yeah, let's have a look around. Yeah, sure. He he, he brings you around. There's not like any place that he uh you know he's really suspiciously keeping you from or anything. Uh, <laughs> of course, the the stockyards and everything. He points them out to you and tells you you know this is where all yeah. the the stock iron and stuff are, but he doesn't actually take you into those buildings. Uh, people are working pretty, uh, pretty heavily. Uh, it looks like they are machining and, uh, repairing, uh, parts. Uh, there's currently, uh, not a train, uh, in the station just yet, but it mm. looks like they're setting up the, uh, the water towers to refill the steam engines and they're setting up, uh, uh, the mail bags out for the next run. So it's pretty industrious. There's quite a bit more people here. Uh, than you noticed before. And the other thing is that everybody seems to be armed. Um, everyone that you look around, especially the uh, adult males, all uh, have you know, guns at their hips, or they've got rifles nearby uh, laying about. Your person who came up to greet you uh, looks like he might have one shoved uh, you know, down in his pants, but he's not wearing a proper holster for it or anything. <laughs> well, I'm armed as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little, you know, people going around armed is not a big deal in most places, but people that do, uh, that are actually working, you know, like, uh, especially in this type of work would not normally go around armed. Uh, but there you have it. Uh, the other thing that is different is they have erected kind of like a, what would you call it, a, a watchtower. It's, it's, uh, a, a platform that's, uh, you know, several feet up in the air, you know, good, 15 feet or so that gives them a good outlook over the area uh, there is currently someone up in there now just kind of looking around take it in is Miss Wagner around? she's busy doing things no, I believe she's over at the solicitors uh, trying to hammer out some more agreements and such uh, you know her? Mm. Uh, yeah when I was here a couple of weeks ago we had a few dealings together um, I'm just gonna, you know, you know Luke uh, doesn't see anyone that he recognizes from before. These are oh. all new faces. Um, right, okay. Well, on the outside, it definitely should be paying apart then. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. okay. Is there oh, anything well, in you particular you're trying to get from the scene? Um, no, I was just, just, you know, sort of come out and see what was there. Um, actually, I would like to just leave a message for Miss Wagner, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, oh, sure. Come on down to the office. Uh, yep. Here, I'll, okay. I'll let you write out the message yourself. You can lay it on her desk if that's all right for you. Mr. Yep. Villeneuve? Yes, Luke Villeneuve. Canadian, right. don't you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll, I'll write out a note saying that we're back in town and we'll be uh, getting together at Tourette's that evening for a meal, and she's welcome to join us. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Sarah... <laughs> Uh, you've gotten uh, your boy to send off the uh, the letter to Richard Lewis. Is there anything else you want to do before the evening? Uh, no, just first myself up. All right. Um, okay, Gideon, do you, you said you wanted to go and see uh, Rhonda, Miss Flannery. Uh, where do you want to go? Down Absolutely. to the schoolhouse or the church slash schoolhouse? See, it's used as a schoolhouse during time. the day. I yeah, you look you at got, my watch. Several hours. Oh no, I look at the watch and see whether or not I would estimate school would be in session. 
um, on a Friday uh, around this time. We'd probably be winding up soon. People, they got to get the kids back home for the chores. Absolutely. As is only righteous. I will uh, mosey my way on down there, spending time chatting with Lee, trying to fill out his uh, personality, see if he, you know, what type of kid he is. And, uh, so, so. What means the English son of a bitch? Heard this a lot. It is, and, and other such questions he poses to you about the vernacular. I will answer the questions, although with a severe sense of words that a young man should say, <laughs> and words that a young man should not say. Yep, he has learned his English from a bunch of foul-mouthed. Uh... <laughs> Pirates yes, from a bunch of foul-mouthed <laughs> fucking pirates. So I will be hard at work showing, you know, basically showing why it is wrong to be profane. And et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And while uh, getting uh, Liao dressed and, and fitted and stuff, you notice, like, the, the one uh, thing that he seems to carry on him all the time is he's got a shiv made out of bone that he hides on his person. Honestly, in this world, I probably think that's a good idea. So when you arrive at the church, uh, Miss Rhonda is outside, or Miss Lannery is outside, and she's uh, sending the school, the children home, uh, having a chit-chat with a few here and there. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, as they clutch their little chalkboards as they uh, uh, during this time, and Pencils and paper were not exactly easy to come by. Um, mm-hmm. So they all had these little chalkboards that they did all their schooling on. So they got their chalkboards clutched as they're running home to do chores. And Miss Flannery sees you coming down the street with your ward, Liao, and she waves to you cheer- very cheerfully. Mm-hmm. I will wave back with appropriate considerations for my ranking station. And uh, she's she's, uh, one uh, little boy has been hanging back uh, to talk to her as uh, the rest leave. And uh, as you're coming up, she's having a conversation with him. And she gives him uh, a little, you know, cloth wrap package, which he uh, immediately his face lights up. And he seems very happy. The boy is very scrawny. Um, Even for his age, he looks like he's he's, uh, he's small. He's very thin, uh, very short. And... uh, He's, uh, thank you. And he runs off. A delightful <laughs> morsel for the little one. The uh, his family's come on hard times. I, I managed to find a, a little, a little extra, a little charity for them. Uh, charity Mr. Stewart, would important. you mind helping me cleaning off the chalkboards? Absolutely not. And oh, this your... here is my ward, Li Yao. Uh, he was someone we rescued in an adventure in Chang Fan. Lee, what do you say to a nice young lady? You have very impressive breasts, man. <laughs> yes, I give him the look that says, if he says something wrong here, I am going to toss him into the freaking ocean. 
Yeah, he starts to say that, and then he looks at your eyes, and he's <laughs> like, um, not, that's... killed 20 men, kid. That's how we greet pretty women in the, um, hello? Sure. <laughs> he doffs his hat really? and he looks chagrined. <laughs> Mr. Lee has quite a lot to learn about how to act in polite company. He is... He was raised amongst the wrong sort and, well, deserves a better opportunity at life. <laughs> well, she uh, she reaches down and she smooths out the little cowlick in his hair and says, well, will, this, uh, will uh, Liao be joining us for classes then? He has a horrified expression on his face. <laughs> not at the current time. There, I do not. I am trying to speak with Mr. Lee and feel out where he would fit best in his life. But currently, it is a dangerous land, and I feel that he <laughs> would be safest by my side. Well, your conversation takes you into the church where, you know, there's a couple of large blackboards and she starts um, <clears throat> um, cleaning off. And while you're having your conversation, Liao is looking up at one of the boards and uh, marveling at the, the writing that's on it. And he picks up a piece of chalk and he kind of feels it with his fingers, smells it, tentatively tastes it. <laughs> wow. The little kid. Not quite uh -huh. sure what... <laughs> it and is so, like, a... Uh, Yes, it is a marking device, Leo. It is like a stick in the dirt. And you make a mark, and then you can erase that mark. Well, Miss Flannery uh, wipes off a section of the board and kind of shows him uh, how to operate the chalk and uh, leaves him to his own devices there while you chat. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's sticking glee, kind of uh, marking on the board and seeing how it works. Oh, I can't wait for the that first profane thing. That should keep him entertained for a bit, Mr. Stewart. How were mm. your adventures? As it was exciting, as exciting as my time in perdition. Well, as we still, as the town still bears some of the scars from those times, I'll take that to mean you have had an exciting life these last few weeks. Months, but yes, but yes, overall, it, California has been a decidedly interesting place to visit. It's been many changes, uh, and uh, I do not, if you did have plans to go to Shanfan, unfortunately, those might have to be changed due to the interesting things that have happened there. Yes, uh, uh, we've been kept apprised by the news by telegram. Uh, those of us that have interest in it, uh, I, I hear it's, it's it's very bad for them. Sadly, yes, it is. A men have desires and they seek to impose them on others. Sadly, Partially how long will you be in town, Mister <coughs> Stewart? I do not know, at least for a few days. I am meeting some associates of mine here. Uh, in fact, uh, a little bit later this evening, there is a, 
a soiree of sorts at Red's, and I know it's not necessarily the place a young lady such as yourself would go, but I do hear they have best cooks in town. Uh, she, uh, Red's establishment is, uh, I suppose, a necessary evil of the town, and Red himself is a charitable man in his own way. I can attest that his food is uh, is excellent. Um, if you would like my company, uh, Mr. Stewart, I'd be glad to join you this evening. It is always a pleasure. And as you look back, uh, Liao apparently is something of an artist, as he has uh, rendered on the chalkboard in uh, very fine detail uh, a scene uh, overlooking a sea cliff down onto the town of Shanfan, and it's just... The detail is amazing. He has whittled the chalk down into to various sizes, so that he's got you know, thicker lines and thinner lines, and he, the boy is quite an artist. <clears throat> Miss Flannery takes note of that as well. He says, wow, you have here, and she kneels down to take a better look at it from his perspective, you have here a, a budding artist, Mr. Stewart. It is um, good. Give me notice to... roll. Damn it. Don't do that thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a very nice picture. <laughs> yeah, let's put on the phone talk. Are you spending a chip yeah. on that? <laughs> Alright. Alright. Um yeah, it, it is. It, it's wonderfully detailed. And you know, at first you're you smiling and wow, this is this this kid's got some talent. Then you notice that from your own memory, and you're actually tracing some of the lines on the drawing and looking at some of the streets, this is perfect. This You know the streets, you know the buildings, the buildings even look sort of how you remember the buildings to, to be. This is, you know, in one respects artistic, but this is a perfect rendition of Shanfan. I mean, your, your own, you were limited in where you actually were in Shanfan, but in the areas that you did stay in, those streets are exactly right. Those buildings are exactly right. And he's not finished, Lee, he's just done like an, you know, a, a section of it. Lee, what was the weather like when you met me? Um, he tells you exactly. And what were the children who... What was the name of the children who fought over the coin while you watched? Oh, he, he recites it without really even thinking. Yes. Well, Mr. Lee, you are a man of many talents. You like my picture? It is amazing. He smiles and says, They would always let me have an extra portion of food if I, if I could write down uh, the, the scrawlings I would see on papers. Oh, I am quite sure that you were a popular informant. What means informant? It means one who tells information from one person to another. Provides information. He smiles at that. I'm an informant! Excellent. I am glad. Uh, I am not thinking this is not going to end well. 
starting to reconsider taking short route everywhere with me now. <laughs> we see some horrible shit. Holy no. I will sit there and ponder. Okay. Um, sure. So everyone is invited. People they want to invite, I take it. And <clears throat> if you're not doing anything else, we'll just cut to Reds that night. Is that good? Sorry, one, one last thing I mm-hmm. just remembered. Uh, I'd need to drop by the Fallen Angel just to see how... Um, uh, Thomas Jefferson Stein is the yes. bar owner who was ill who got me, who asked me to pick up his. Oh uh, sure, well. uh, you come in. I just and... want to check he's got them all and that he's doing okay, etc. And you got the extra package. I said, oh yes, yes. He's glad to see he's... you. He's actually tending bar when you walk in, and he comes around and uh, <clears throat> greets you. You know, with first with a handshake, and then gives you a uh, gives you a, an encompassing hug. It's like you have no idea how. Much I appreciate <laughs> you sending me those packages. Uh, he looks a little better. Uh, he's still very pale, uh, but he seems to be not as listless and has a bit more strength. Ah, oh, it is good to hear. Um, uh, I'll, I'll also ask him how things are going on in town and just see if his view accords with what the mayor has, as I believe the mayor would have sort of an upper glass view and the guy who works in this rubbishy bar will have the lower class view, so to speak. And just get a general read of how it goes, how it is. Oh, of what things are going yeah. on in town? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he definitely, uh, you know, things are definitely much better since uh, Sheriff Zane has taken over and there's no-nonsense uh, policing. Uh, it was very firm at first, but people got the way of things and he hasn't had to be as firm. Um, and uh, the elections were good for the town. We we're, we're growing. I don't know if you saw all the people out there waiting buildings to be made for them, places to stay. Uh, at first, it put a little bit of a, a harm on the town as we didn't have nearly enough food for all these people. But Wasatch stepped up, and we got a care package right quickly there. Does the town feel indebted to Wasatch? Uh, well, not to Wasatch per se, but uh, <clears throat> the fine woman who is, uh, I guess, their mouthpiece, for lack of a better word, we've taken quite well to her. Ah, this way. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, more pleasantries. More things. I don't invite him to the thing at his rival's bar, as I think that would probably be the wrong thing to do there. Um, so, yeah. I'd just write half the channel to an up. Well, Reds is the more popular night establishment for those people that have, you know, a little bit of disposable income. Money. Yeah. Fallen Angel Saloon is more of the local hangout for the workers. and uh, Which is why I thought it would get a more down-to-work view. Yeah, but yeah. his viewpoint um, is that the changes have been good for the town. A uh, person can do regular business and not have to worry if his place is going to get shot up. Um, a lot less ruckus. And uh, while there's still a little bit of nervousness going on with all the people coming through, uh, since they've been getting support uh, from various people to put up new housing and such, it, it's not turned out to be really a problem. So it's pretty much the same as what Jeremy thought it was. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Getting the right idea. All right, well, yeah, if nobody else says anything, then I agree I cut to you then. 
All right, so uh, Red to that night. Uh, I assume everyone dresses up as best as they can. <laughs> yep. Willing. Or willing. Yep. I will be wearing my robe with the dragons on it. That time was given by, um, uh, I want to say Longhead Tony, but that was the sheriff. Ah, Big Ears Dan. Yes, there we go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you're, the the party is, has grown to be large enough that... Uh, Joker um, changes from a table to reserve a room. Uh, a little bit more privacy, so all your plus ones have shown up. Also, Miss Wagner uh, is there as well. As uh, <clears throat> Joker ran into her on the streets, had mentioned to her that you had shown back up in town and she was anxious to hear news. Uh, so she's there as well. Uh, Richard Lewis, the doctor, is there. Uh, Mr. Anderson Lake is there as well, the solicitor. Uh, she He was brought by Miss Wagner. So your party is quite large. Yeah, and so, yeah, drinks uh, drinks abound. Uh, they managed to find some fruit juice for Gideon. Miss um, Miss uh, Flannery also uh, takes fruit juice uh, instead of uh, <laughs> the wine or champagne that is being brought to the table. Where did a deposit, Lee, by the way? Uh, it's up to you. What did you want to do with him? I mean, he would be just fine being left at the Outlook. He's uh, he hasn't slept on a you know a real bed for most of his life and <laughs> a clean room and yeah, sure. Of course, he is a young man with nothing to entertain him. So who knows what might happen? But <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of concerned about that. You probably I left totally him with a, you probably left him with a Book of Mormon or something. <laughs> yeah, and that's the cat. not really good. Yeah, your cat's not going to entertain a small boy. Uh, actually, you will you will know uh, from having probably tried this once or twice. He can't read uh, English very well. Yeah, yeah, and a book. And the fallen angel is right there. Um, I, I, have, him. I have I have some scrolls he can read if you wish. Well, not scrolls. Uh, I will purchase him a chalkboard. Ah, okay. I'm going to let him practice his letters. <laughs> well, his or drawing his or whatever. Okay. Yeah, whatever he wants. And uh, a small toy and, yes, tell him that uh, it would be wisest not to go outside after dark. I hear it is dangerous out there. Sure, yes, he seems to be uh, involved with uh, the chalkboard. Yeah. Very much enjoyed. Excellent. Okay, so yes, no, we got sure. the little scamp out of way and out from underfoot during the adult conference. <laughs> yes, this is adult time. Uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, you're you just, you're all there. Red's place is uh, you know, about how it's always been. Yeah, there, there's a fair number of people here. It doesn't seem to be any more or any less. Um, you guys are actually using the private room that used to belong to the Kurtzes. Uh, now Red is just uh, opening it up for anyone who would like to make use of it. Well, I will... Make use of it! Yeah. Yes, and I will introduce myself and kind of look askance at the new guy. Uh, Mr. Lake? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, for a lawyer, he doesn't seem all that bad. He's, he's dressed well, but it's not finery. You know, it, it looks like, uh, it's not 
you know, the newest fashion and it's, it's worn well enough that, uh, this person doesn't put on, you know, a new coat and jacket for every <laughs> outing that he has. Um, he's fairly, uh, low key. He's a pale man, dark hair and spectacles. Um, his hands are rough though. It looks like at some point in his life he has actually done real work. Yes. Oh, it's a pleasure but to meet you all. Uh, I've heard so much about you. Sheriff Zane speaks highly of you all, as does Miss Wagner, uh, if I may. And he puts a single uh, <clears throat> card on the table, and it's basically it's uh, Richard Lewis solicitor. Oh, no, sorry, not Richard Lewis's doctor. Anderson Lake solicitor. <laughs> yes, there you go. Change Joel, home, what? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> I shoot I shoot the ship shapeshifter. Um seeing some of some of your hesitation there, Miss Wagner will say, Well, with uh the population that's been coming into perdition and as you uh will I'm sure remember the parceling out of land uh to the first wave of uh, uh new persons we've had, uh we've had to engage Mr. Lake here to make sure that everything's laid out uh, proper and legal and everyone had uh a deed uh, that was properly notated as well. Uh, as you've no doubt noticed, the town is imminent uh, regards to explode soon with uh, new housing and should become a, <laughs> should become a major should trade center. <laughs> should become a major trade center for Wasatch. Uh, so we have invested somewhat into Mr. Lake's uh, business here. and he, uh, he nods. And we believe that... Uh, this continued affairs for this town will be for the better of all. Was is that not the it, surveyor's job? To well, the surveyor... In the surveyor parcels it out, but they don't have any legal... Uh, the legality of it all is left to uh, the office of the mayor, and the uh, mayor has engaged Mr. Lake, and uh, Joker nods at that, uh, to make sure uh-huh. that these cannot be taken away uh, from our new immigrants, that everything is legal and filed correctly. Uh, the assayer's, well, an assayer's job, this is as an aside, is to show exactly where the land resides. Uh, the assayer doesn't protect someone's right to own the land. He just shows where the parcel is. Um, yes, Miss Wagner, I have no doubts about his proficiencies for the town. I am just Curious as to what he is doing here. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Lake uh, doesn't seem affronted, but he he says, "Oh, I, I'm sorry. This this I I should not have intruded. This seems to be a gathering of friends, and I, I, not... I, I'm very sorry." Uh, Miss Wagner uh, stands up, and uh, she looks a little irritated. You know, she's got the furrow in her eyebrow, and she says, "Mr. Lake was my guest, I believe." That some things oh, that may be discussed sorry. here uh, might be pertinent for our solicitor to know. Oh, okay. That is a... Okay, that is the I reason. I just... did not think we were going to be discussing anything this evening. Yes. Particularly with the people that we have been invited here. I gesture around the table, stopping on the school mom, and then continuing with the gesture. <laughs> the doctor. And... <laughs> um, Miss Wagner, 
Yeah, Miss Wagner looks a little confused, and she said, well, I assume that you all would be relating uh, to us what has happened in Shanfan, and to be maybe giving us an idea of what to expect with what I understand to be a large group of people coming this way. Am I mistaken? We were not told that, no. I assume this was a pleasant evening of... Oh, uh, now she looks a little put out, and uh, and yeah, she blushes slightly. I, I'm I am very sorry. I misunderstood. Of course, uh, this was to to be a dinner. Of course, I just thought. And she pauses for a moment. Of course, such things can be readily discussed. No, no, I, I should is. have taken your consideration of what you've been through. Of course, I, I shouldn't ask you to relate things that have been uh, harrowing or problematic to you. That 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 is very impolite of me. I sh- I should not have expected. It is quite all right. It is it, just me. It's best not the probably not the discussion to be having over food with friends right this minute. We would be happy to discuss this at a later time. <laughs> Indeed, perhaps after dinner, but nonetheless, uh, your presence here. Uh, is more than welcome. What was his name again? Anderson Lake, <laughs> or Mr. Lake. Anderson Lake. Alright, Mr. Lake. <laughs> yeah, they think that someone muted when uh, Gideon says, what was his name again? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Lake. Um, yes, it, it was just merely a difference of knowledge. Um, what we will be happy to go into uh, what happened into Shanfan, and some of which will be very interesting to you and your profession. Um, I was just surprised at your presence, sir, and I have been through some harrowing things indeed. Forgive my rudeness, it has been more than a few fights in Chanfan and various things like that uh, has somewhat harmed my ability to speak. Luke is Not all, already wondering if he's going to have to kill this man. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you know, I, I know I am. He's a lawyer. Well, then I do have a card if he really wants to go harrowed, so. Yeah. <laughs> a harrowed lawyer, that's all you really need. Would you yeah, really I mean, tell the difference? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I will. I will strive. Yes, it would have more heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, for twenty-four hours at least. Yeah, yeah. I I will strive to smooth over my social faux pas and then engage him in uh, what any amusing antidotes he has had in his practice lately, and seeing how the people. When we settled here, is get it, are getting along. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, in which case, with uh, ruffled feathers soothed, uh, evening is basically uh, small uh, small talk. A uh, point of conversation that comes up that is interesting is the dispensation of the Kurtz property, as the man had a fair amount of property, uh, which of course would fall to Granville Kurtz, but who is not mentally competent enough to. Uh, dispense with it currently, um, and 
Mr. Lake has been engaged by, well, basically the town to find out what can be done about this, as it is a large amount of land in the section of a growing city um, <laughs> with uh, no one overseeing it currently. Well, yeah, what are the you, imminent uh, domain rules? Well, no, actually, can a, can some sort of uh, trustee be appointed for it? Well, uh, under normal circumstances, if uh, young Master Kurtz were able to uh, at least sign his name with some kind of mental uh, competence, uh, that he understands what he was doing, this would not be a problem. But I understand, uh, Doctor, and uh, Mr. Lewis shakes his head, I'm afraid that Granville is showing some signs of coming back to himself, but it may be a long road for him, and I'm not sure how much more that my administrations might be able to bring him forward. Well, uh, Mr. Lake again has, Doctor says, uh, if he's not able to mentally comprehend what he's doing, it does leave us in a sticky legal situation. And there's uh, there, no other relatives? There appears to not be. At least none that our records show. Uh, all the papers filed with our courthouse and other offices have we been able to collect, uh, show no one other than uh, Granville as being an inheritor of the property. Surely the town can put somebody forward as his legal Well, that is guardian. what uh, the angle I'm trying to work is that uh, the town itself will take guardianship of Mr. Granville's legacy until such a time that he may be able to come back to his own mental cognizance uh, until such a time it could be held in trust for him. Um, I don't see there to be a problem with this as long as uh, no relatives come out of the woodwork to uh, lodge a formal complaint against that. It seems to be a workable thing. Uh, but it will be land that's held in trust. We're not really going to be able to develop it or work it uh, more that the city will have to take it upon itself to upkeep it. Um... Until such a time as it can be given back to Granville, uh, which does pose a problem. Only time and effort brings profit or proficiency or any other P word you wish to put in there. You have well, to it's... do the hard work if you wish to attain the whatever it is. It is possible that we may be able to work out a way for the town to use the lands as grazing lands or... Uh, for some cattle that we uh, hope to be able to establish here. Uh, so we'd, of course, be paying the estate a stipend for the use of such land. It may be the best of all situations. Uh, and then that stipend can be held in trust for whenever Granville comes back to his senses. Yes. That does sound like a, the, a, a very good option. Yep, and it is customary that... Uh, I will be sending off uh, a telegram to some of the more prolific newspapers in the area. Uh, we have to at least make the announcement uh, to see if we can find any more relations to Kurtz before this is done. But from the paper trail I've been able to sort through so far, it seems there are no surviving relatives to the Kurtz line. Which means you'll get about maybe 15 or 20 fake ones coming out of the woodworks. True, uh, but enough was, been, was able to be... Uh, taken safely from the Kurtz house after the fire that uh, we can ask pretty direct questions to prove uh, 
well, to at least prove some knowledge of the family line, uh, as he did have some genealogy books. Apparently the family had a coat of arms. Uh, such things can be asked to anyone who does respond. Hmm. What do you think, Richard? Well, as uh, Mr. Lake has engaged me in some way uh, into uh, these proceedings as well, I... I honestly don't know. Uh, perhaps with a better facility, we have sent out telegrams to some of the sanatoriums uh, close by to see what might be done. Uh, but it seems that perhaps his best chance will be to take him uh, outside of this continent. Uh, I understand that there have been more advances uh, in Europe for this type of malady, and perhaps uh, the Kurtz's... Uh, hailed from Germany originally. Perhaps someone there would be able to help. Well, if you would allow someone of an in unconventional treatment, I can ask the Lord and see if he would look kindly on the healing of shattered young carts. Would I um, possibly be able to um, take a look tomorrow, Richard? Oh, why, well, sure. A second diagnosis would be uh, would be very helpful. I've been a bit unable to find any of my other peers that have been willing to come out to perdition to, uh, to see this case. I would love to. Alright. Um... Okay, no, no, he uh, he will answer you, Gijin, uh, as well, after they have their words there. It says, well, I don't believe the Kurtz were, uh, I don't believe the Kurtz were a uh, uh, very uh, a religious family, although they did turn up to church on occasion. Uh, I sort of, uh, such things can't hurt, and it can only help, I, assure, I, I would assume. I have, as his doctor, I have no, nothing against uh, against you trying. We do. The Lord sometimes comes to us. And this place. We will see. Perhaps he will smile. Perhaps he shall not. Ten ones later, he shall not. <laughs> yep. There's, there's a real possibility about that. Um, yes. And after the uh, after we move into the meal and start to after we eat, I will uh, I will regale them with a censored version of what happened in Shanfan. And by censored, I mean I don't mention anything supernatural besides the Chinese ogres. And I certainly don't mention us burning down the ship. No, please leave that out. Yeah, that the por- the portion where we burned down the the flagship of a known pirate. <laughs> All right. Um, I after killed the a shark with one shot. <laughs> so yes, tales of daring do. Uh, okay, so after uh, dessert has been served and uh, you are having uh, final drinks for the night, uh, a waiter comes up with a bouquet of roses uh, and presents it to uh, Miss Wagner. And uh, Miss Wagner looks a little taken aback. Um, 
and she pulls a card out of the bank, uh, the bouquet and reads it and uh, <coughs> looks pensive for a moment. <laughs> yeah, that's the look of a woman when you give her a bunch of cards. That's the look you want to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not happiness. Joker has a look. <laughs> on his face. You're not quite sure what that look is, but he doesn't look pleased. <laughs> oh. You have a secret admirer, Miss Wagner? Um, she uh, looks at the card. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> I have to conspire with the player. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Uh nope. Uh she she holds the card out and she says, uh no, it's it's quite a pleasant note. Um but mm. it's not signed. Okay, to break to make it a bit more obvious, I'm gonna give within sight of head, I'm gonna give Joker look like you old dog you <laughs> Oh <laughs> Okay, um uh... It's, There's no way of me saying that without people seeing what's going on, so... <laughs> oh, really? Huh. Uh, okay, uh, she, uh, uh, she, uh, she catches it. Uh, I guess you're trying to make it fairly overt. Uh, yeah. Joker looks a little like, what What the heck? <laughs> He's not, he looks confused. Um, and... And Hetty uh, gives him a big, wide smile, in which he he adjusts his tie. And, <clears throat> well, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, pardon me for a moment. Uh, he he stands up, and uh, Miss Wagner stands up as well, and they uh, walk off for a bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever happens, that deserved a chip, to be honest. Yes, yes, it yeah. did. <laughs> There you go. Matchmaker Luke. I did think about going in another way, but we're not going to (laughs) go. That's just going to (laughs) be... Oh, uh, let me see. Let me check something here real quick. Well, while uh, they are away from the table, I will regale the rest of the table with... Exciting tales of dragons and the new information I have found about, about the temple just down the road, which has stuff to do with dragons all in there. Oh, wow. I've... Okay. Wow. I don't know. Joker it smooth. <laughs> there you go. Like a champ. Uh, all right, I... so, yeah. Story regaling. Um, is there anything anyone in particular wants out of the scene? Uh, the scene was mostly for me to do a little setup about uh, what's going on with the town lawyer and Kurtz's property, that sort of thing. Um, oh, I don't care about that. I've got what I wanted out of the scene. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to turn the charm on Dr. Lewis and leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just one question. What what did we do with that poison that we had that was from the uh, devilfish who attacked us on the ship? Did somebody happen to bring it to dinner so we could give it to the lawyer? 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, he's pretty obviously evil. I mean, we could end this here and now. I'm, we know the sheriff. <laughs> doesn't come across as evil at all, anyway. Oh, come on. All right. All right. Well, uh, if uh, there's nothing else anyone wants out of the scene, then uh, then that will uh, end a little earlier than probably was intended, as uh, Joker and Miss Wagner uh, feign important uh, meetings in the morning and take their leave. <laughs> you have you jerk faced Jim. You've encouraged uh, like whatever. Yep. I don't. About this. How, how and that's is, why I'm going to um, be staying behind to sample the other wares of Reds while I'm here. <laughs> there you go. How is um, Andrew Lincoln reacting? Is it Andrew Lincoln? Who? It's uh, yeah. the lawyer. Anderson Lake. Lake. Anderson Lake. Anderson Lake. Wow. <laughs> we all look at him and go, can you pass that card around? <laughs> Could you just pin this to your shirt, please? Yeah. <laughs> I think you went there from Thomas and Jefferson style being, oh, there's a name and a Washington and a president involved somewhere, you know. Uh, anyway, what did, what did you want? Um, yeah, I'm trying to get how uh, he's reacting to this, whether he had designs on Miss Wagner. Oh, it didn't seem like it at all. Is he just, he's no, very, I, I didn't think so, yeah. but nah, just It seemed he was more interested in the tales that you were tailing. Uh, he, he looked... Or, with the uh, avid interest, he was listening to you know the the tales of uh, you know the dragons fighting and all the stuff that you were you know regaling them with. Oh, he man. seems like he's an avid fan of like the the petty uh, penny dreadfuls. Like he loves stories and he loves adventure. And he's just you know he doesn't look like the the type of man who would ever do it himself, but he likes hearing about them. Well, then I so. will continue to regale him with stories of dragons because. I, I will make sure to correct the stories mm-hmm. and make them better. Um, as uh, the stories yeah. go on and they get to, you know, more interested stuff, he, uh, he's, he's, he breaks out a fountain pen and is, uh, you know, a, a legal sheet. And do, do you mind if I make notes? I, I'm somewhat of a, of a, of a writer, uh, I'm afraid oh. to say as a, as a pastime of mine. And these, oh, these are fabulous stories. Oh no! I have that distinct look on my face, like, oh no! Too late. That is a good idea. One should record all, all my can about dragons. People should know. Uh, yeah, he doesn't hide his notes or anything. He's he's just fascinated as he's listening. If you want to peer over a soldier and look there, Gideon, he's just like making little notes, like, uh, you know, th- this thing happened, and then you know, there's some florid pr- uh, prose there. It's, <laughs> Yeah, he's he, he's got away with words, but he's a little bit uh, a little little on the strong arm side on describing things and <laughs> the purple prose. Yes, very purple I prose. I think you've just made yourself into a superhero. <laughs> well, we, we, we will Dragon Man. <laughs> Man, this place needs heroes. Hell yeah, I will I will jump in there and I will make sure that. Luke and our fine female companion also get their fair share, and myself as a supporter. But oh, yeah. wow, okay. Um, 
so yeah, it, it seems like uh, more of you are kind of getting into the tale-telling and all, and uh, he is just lapping it up, and he's asking very, you know, like, oh, like, you know, uh, how many men exactly were there, and uh, what time of day was it? What was it like outside? He's asking these these questions about scene and setting and uh, sort of things. Does anybody got any I, kind of... Uh, oh, go ahead, Richard. I uh, well, Sorry, what's going on? I'm talking about dragons to him and yes. all the stuff. Are people trying to say, hey, we will encounter dragons? No, I'm trying to basically... I'm trying to make the stories as real as they happen, but at the same time, I'm trying to make sure he gets great stories. So you are trying to make it seem as though we encountered dragons? Or are you, No, I'm trying to... I have been t- talking about our stories. Right, I don't know and then you... they got up and went away. And while there was a lull in the conversation, I started talking about dragons. Just random dragons? Just, just dragons in general, yeah. I mean, hey, this is interesting stuff. This is, look, there's a place over here which has got more lore on dragons. Uh, and then Gideon jumped in and said, okay, here's some of our other stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, basically. Okay. Sure, why not? But I will always leave the supernatural stuff out of it because that stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, so so you are leaving the supernatural out, and you're just making more of a like a a thrilling tale sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I judge this guy. How much would he call bullshit on us if I? If was, no, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> so tempted. So tempted, I could get this guy to write stories, and then we could lower the fear level places. But the oh, agency will them. probably hunt, hunt us down like dogs. <laughs> I'm going to err on the side of the agency not hunting me down like the dog I am. So what elements are you throwing uh, in that are a little out there? Oh, no, I'm not doing any of that stuff because okay. the agency okay. will come for us. That is the opposite of my goal. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, unfortunately, because I have been talking about dragons and then he's drug it back into the real world, um, oh, no. he leaves out portions of bits and pieces. I, I will go, no, do you not remember that that, that also happened? And, <laughs> I oh, the and, rock, and, and the rock the, elemental and the ogres and the... <laughs> yeah. We were attacked by this yeah, giant I shark and... <laughs> I, wow. I start okay. making motions, and, and if he does not get it, I will say, Yo, could you join me off to the side here? Uh, we need to. Oh, well, when Young starts spouting that off, I mean, the, uh, Mr. Lake doesn't, he doesn't skip a beat. He's like, oh, that's fascinating. He starts, you know, writing down, like, oh, how big no. was it, and how... <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Young... <laughs> Yes, this is all uh, the detail I need to get you guys to clear. Legally insane, so I can do what I want. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will drag Young over to the side and say, there are people who hunt people who say they they had encounters with the supernatural. And they are bad men. I thought that was us. Gideon, we can talk about the shark. I, I dragged Young off to the side. <laughs> and you lived with the doctor, I thought. Yeah. Eve with yet. him. No, she didn't. I'm yet. still there. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was Wagner and Joker, Miss Wagner and Joker that left. Everyone else is still there. Yeah. Oh, I thought uh, she was the doctor as well. Stop trying to help. 
get us hunt down like dogs. Oh, what do kind of lady do you think I am? Ah, <laughs> uh, there is a... One that likes to go for, prefer to go for a stroll with a gentleman friend rather than hang around here with a bunch of people talking about dragons? Yes, I... I, 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 I sorry, I did not remember that. Yeah, they're they're totally people who will kill us if we don't explain on the supernatural A to the normal A. I you what? I you speaking Canadian? Can't you tell? No, I'm sorry, young. We just can't. We really can't tell the normal writer about the supernatural stuff. Stick with your dragons, man. But nothing about, you know, like, the more supernatural stuff. So, just ordinary, natural dragons. Well, everybody knows those aren't real, so, yeah, we can roll with those. Uh, so, th- there are dragons in the sea around us. Yeah, but those aren't your dragons. Those are just big sea snakes. <laughs> do I, I do not dismiss your fictional beliefs. Do not challenge my beliefs. I kind of look like, mm? like that dog. That look a dog gives you when you said something really dumb, like eh? Well, all right. Well, here we go. Well, when you come back to the table, uh, Mr. Lake has put away his, his notepad and he's just, uh, making small talk, uh, with people now. And, uh, <clears throat> uh at some point he's, uh, he's, well, I must excuse myself. Yeah. Solicitor's work starts at uh, the break of dawn. Many Good. papers to file. Thank you all very much for, for such excellent material. Where do you file the papers that you were talking about? There is no courthouse, or oh no, I uh, do you just file them with the city? No, they go out to the post with uh, with the trains. I send a telegram first, of course, because it's much faster. But the legal paperwork has to be stamped and uh, organized. Uh, we send it back to, uh, well, in this case, uh, let's see, send it back to New York. Hmm. Okay. The telegrams are unreliable, I believe. Yes, and that's why the paperwork has to be uh, in hand as well. The telegrams just make it uh, quicker to get things moving, and uh, once the physical paperwork arrives, it will be all official, but we can handle the business over the telegraphs. Okay. Just wondering how easy it would be for somebody to intercept the telegram or the paperwork and alter it so it was in there well i of course always have uh we we have uh copies that we keep uh here as well so if there's ever a dispute be compared against the original uh which i would keep in my office here ah okay so your office would have to burn down in order for somebody to claim a lot of land well, of course. We'll and, uh, watch out the, for this. Just which in is case. the other reason that we send copies along to our head office, of course. And I'm pretty sure I got, uh, this is GM speaking. I'm pretty sure I got that wrong. It's probably not New York you're sending it to because United, the U.S. is fractured into, um, 
two governments right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since you're going to be in the CSA side, it would be wherever the capital is there now, which I can't remember off the top of my head. <clears throat> It'd be Richmond. Probably so. So, there we are. But, uh, yes, if you will excuse me, I, I do have an early morning. This is fabulous stuff. Uh, perhaps uh, one day it'll make its way into one of my uh, my my fictional writings. Uh, of course, to protect uh, you all. Yes, you can just call me John in there. Yes, Richmond. Richmond. Or you could just call him Young. I mean, you know, not that anyone ever calls him John. (laughs) Or is that just me? I I get confused sometimes with names. Well, uh, your your, uh, plus one there, uh, Miss Flannery, is... uh, Begins to yawn, and uh, she says, oh, oh, I yes. believe the hour is getting a bit late for myself as well. Would you escort me? Of course, Miss Winery. I apologize. I had gotten... I am used for a little bit of a late night. I will excuse us and escort her up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I guess that's the scene, unless it won't... Uh, Sarah, yep. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yes, it is getting late. Oh, oh, uh... Uh, Mr. Lewis will stand up and says, oh, please, let, uh, let me take you back. Uh, you are uh, staying in the uh, Outlook, uh, or the Cliff Watch, I believe? Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, let me escort you back. The streets are much okay. safer with our new sheriff in town, of course, but uh, it's always to have good to have company. Okay. And off we go! Yeah, I believe Luke's going to stay on <laughs> for the yep. night. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, for Wallace. Spending some of that hard-earned gold that he has gotten in his burning a hole in his pockets now. Yep. All right. Um, and we will just, uh, unless people want to do anything else in preparation, we'll just uh, cut to uh, noon. Um, the only thing that I wanted to do was to arrange with uh, Dr. Lewis to come by in the morning, if possible. Oh, to see uh, the patient in the morning? To see the patient, unless he feels that in the afternoon would be better. Oh, no, the morning is, is acceptable. His practice starts pretty early. Okay. Uh, I will do... also be joining the good lady. Okay. Uh, and yes, your your new protege fell asleep in his room while scrawling on his uh, <laughs> on his uh, his slate. It uh, doesn't look like he was up to anything in particular. No mischief. That that's what they always look like. You have no mischief. Look like you engaged in mischief. You you have no they idea all... what mischief actually occurred. <laughs> until you find the horns, they yes. all look like little angels. Until you find the horns. Yeah. Well, look at the chalk smear he had on his cheek. It's so <laughs> cute. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay. So next morning, then you're gonna you're gonna visit. Uh, Gideon wants to go with you, um, as is normal for the Cliff Watch. They of course serve a, a very nice breakfast for anyone that wanted to get up for it. Okay. All right. Um, breakfast actually starts the crack of dawn, so you actually can fuel up before you go out for the day. Uh, but in Mr. Lewis's. Uh, he now does have a uh, receptionist secretary. Um, it's actually a young man who introduces himself as uh, Paul. 
Um, uh, Richard says, yes, Paul's been a great help to me. I've been having to take along more patients uh, here recently. Paul has some rudimentary uh, knowledge that I'm, I'm working on, and he's able to make some basic diagnosis, uh, diagnosis before I see the patient. It does save on time. Uh, but back this way, please. <clears throat> the doctor's office is basically uh, the front area of his house. Uh, it was converted into uh, his uh, his office, and uh, one of his rooms uh, he has now turned into uh, a cell. You might as well call it a cell for Masik. <clears throat> and uh, it's just about time for his breakfast anyway. Um, he has to be prompted to eat, so we have to be uh, aware of when... Uh, a regular time uh, for his feeding. Uh, come on in; he's quite safe. And uh, there has been a bed set up, and you know it's it's a nice room. Uh, but you notice that it has been devoid of anything sharp. Uh, no sharp objects. Nothing that could be used as a club. Um, all the furniture seems to be have been uh, nailed down, like so the bed can't be moved, and the table that's there can't be moved. And uh, he's laying on the bed, and he's just kind of staring at a wall. Um, he does have a window that has some bars on it, um, but he's staring at a blank wall and just kind of rocking in the bed. Lewis goes up and uh, <clears throat> he takes a hold of, a hold of him by the shoulder and hand, and uh, Massey gets up easily enough, and he's easily led to the table uh, where Paul uh, brings in a tray of food and... They spoon it up, and he'll eat. He won't take the spoon himself, but he'll eat if the food is put to his mouth. Uh, okay, go ahead and give me, if you want to kind of diagnose a problem maybe there, go ahead and give me a roll. Okay. And that way. Healing. Yeah. Um... Actually, uh, no, no, do me, a, do me a, a smarts roll. And you can have a plus two, uh, because I believe that you did, did, did you, uh, did you do, uh, doctoring for military people? Yeah, yes, I did. Yeah, so give me a so smart roll with a plus two. Yeah, that's a good roll. Um, you have seen similar things to people who have experienced a great amount of shock. Uh, this is a bit excessive, though, since this has been, um, a longer amount of time that he's been in this uh, this way, where he's just completely, excuse me, unresponsive, um, other than when he's given the cues to like eat or to move. Um, how was it? Tr- how how was it treated in the military? Uh, usually, uh, something that you would do something to shock them out of it, like uh, you know, cold water or smelling salts or something to get them to react. Okay. Sometimes the reaction was unfavorable, but it it did tend to snap them out of it. Okay. Um, So I ask um, quietly to the side to uh, Dr. Lewis, has he tried that? Uh, Yes, of course. Uh, It's the standard approach, but he reacted fairly violently. Uh, We actually had to restrain him after that, and um, it, he quieted down after several hours, but uh, it uh, did not seem to be the best thing to do. Huh. Okay, and what was, was there any lesser known effective treatments? 
that I might have heard of. Let's see. I you know I don't need the details. I want to just enough to try well, it. What, uh, what kind of background feeling. does uh, Sarah have? Were you uh, a battlefield Combat. medic or were you battle battlefield medic? Okay, but did you attend any universities, anything like that beforehand or after? Yes. Okay. Um, there have been some treatments that you remember reading in some medical papers about, uh, you know, electric shock therapy. Um, you're a little dubious about uh, doing such uh, damage to a person, but it, it has been <clears throat> has been tried with some effectiveness uh, in Europe. Uh-huh. Other than that, uh, certain medications have been tried. Uh, you don't know, uh, once again, with uh, the seven, <clears throat> you, you don't know the exact uh, chemicals to try, but you do know that there have been some chemical approaches tried, mostly with stimulants. Stimulants, stimulants. Um, hmm. Weird question. Will he drink coffee? Oh, he'll eat or drink anything that's put in front of him. Um, we haven't tried to put coffee? Yeah. Uh, Paul? And Paul goes and brings some coffee. Uh, he drinks it readily enough. And I assume you're, you're checking, you know, it, it has the effect yeah. where, you know, his, his pulse does speed up a little bit, his eyes do dilate, so his body is reacting to it, but it doesn't seem to change his state of mind. Ugh. So, Gideon, while this is all going on, where um, are you? I will, uh, ask if I can lay hands on, okay. if that is appropriate. <clears throat> okay, Hmm. I'm trying to think what I could use to try a healing roll. Well, what are you what are you going for? What are you trying to do? I'm trying to shake him out of it. Okay. Uh. Well, how do you want to do that? You've tried caffeine. Uh, the doctor has told you that you know they tried uh, you know, dousing with cold water, um, and it, he reacted violently to that. So, what are the tech do you want to try and use? Um. And he's been told about he's been told about the actions at his uh, family's property. Uh, no, no. He, uh, from but what we can gather, he was he saw some of what his father was doing. Um, the question is, does he realize that it's gone now and it can't hurt him anymore? Uh, no, I don't believe anyone has tried to communicate that to him. Okay, I. That is what I'm going to try to communicate to him. <clears throat> okay. Um, I mean, you, you do so, and uh, mm-hmm. it, there doesn't seem to be uh, a response. Um, I mean, you're monitoring while you're at it. His heart rate, rate does go up a bit as you're talking. Uh, there is some eye, you know, iris contraction, that sort of thing. Uh, so he's hearing what you're saying, but there's no mental response to it. Okay, um, Gideon, do you think you can cast out these demons? Mm-hmm. I, I was asking if I could lay hands on. Oh, the doctor is like, well, well please, I certainly can't hurt. Oh, all right. Well, then I will uh, ask the Lord his blessing on 
uh, which I'm about to do. And uh, okay, uh, don't roll your 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 roll for your spell. Uh, assume you do okay. cast it, uh, but give me an ear. You have knowledge occult. Yeah, yeah. Give me a roll. That's good. How much do I? Uh, yeah, I'll try to save the young man. Let's try to do better than suckitude. No. <laughs> Still. Uh, yeah, I'm not willing to blow all my chips on it. Elan. Oh, yeah, you're right. I do succeed because of Elan. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> all right. So, so you cast your spell. Uh, Would your first roll have succeeded then? No. It's only on reroll. Um so you cast your spell and it it feels like it works. You can feel, you know, your god's power being channeled through you and you give it a direction of the young man and it the power is unresponsive. It's as as if uh the person you're trying to bless with this with this healing is not there. Uh, like this, yeah. the power is there that you you summon the power it's been granted but it's as if uh the person you're you're trying to help with it is just not there uh with your occult uh role you think that this person this person has no soul there there is something integral missing from him oh i wonder could be on the Kurtz's estate. Uh, I will. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not another lawyer. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'll say. Unfortunately, it appears it has failed. Um, but. Uh, Yes. Miss Beauchamp, uh, unfortunately, we have some other business that we need to engage with. If yes, we so- do. All right. Um, and as soon yes. as we get out of there, I will, I will explain to her what I felt, and that perhaps the young Mister Kurtz is in some type of phylactery. Phylactery. What do you mean? Uh, perhaps the father withdrew the young Mr. Kurtz's soul out and placed it somewhere else. It is a known power of the necromancers. So you're saying that there is no hope for the young man unless his soul Um, is retrieved? Yes. That's a way of looking at it. That is, that is horrible, horrible, horrible power. Well, there are horrible, horrible, horrible things out there in this world. Yes, but we do need to get to this meeting. We should not be late. Well, I look at my clock. Don't we have quite some time? You got an hour or two. Sure. No, okay. We could... We could make a quick jaunt over to the Kurtz's estate and see if the Lord will point us into the correct direction. Okay. That sounds like a plan. It's not very far from town. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, 
young monkey. Yeah, none of us really can do the whole sense magic thing. So, yeah, this is the best plan we have for this particular moment. Okay. <laughs> so do you guys go and round everyone else up? or? Yeah, sure, if they're around. Yeah. If they are looking at the porch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if they're yeah. not... All right, well, if everyone's in agreement to go check out what remains of the Kurtz's property, that's fine. Uh, we're two hours hey. in. You want to take a break? Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. All right, let me pause recording. Music in this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K dot com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show. (laughs) 